This episode is brought to you by Eufy Video Lock. Eufy is a smart lock with 2K cam and doorbell that's a three-in-one triple security, so you can have everything in one device rather than install many pieces on your front door. It's not just for security, but it's also for convenience. No more concerns about losing keys. You can assign passwords to your family members and see them coming back home via the integrated camera. It's easy to install and set up with just a Phillips screwdriver. It's got keyless entry, so no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. It also has a rechargeable battery that could last around four months, and you'll get low battery notifications before it runs out. Passcode unlocking with a remote control with 2K clear sight to see who's at your front door and control from anywhere through the app. And with enhanced night vision, you can have optimized view even in the evening. No monthly fee, unlike other brands that will charge monthly fee. You have your recordings locally and never have to pay for storage. This is the future. This is everything I love about what's happening with doors. In my opinion, this is an absolute no-brainer. I'm telling you right now, this is an absolute no-brainer. We installed them in the house, and it makes, especially when you have a family, it makes life so easy, so secure, so safe, and once again, so easy. Search Eufy Video Lock, that's E-U-F-Y Video Lock, or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Hey guys, brand new podcast, and guess what? My Netflix special, Secret Time, is streaming right now on Netflix. You can stream it live right now on Netflix. Secret Time. Secret Time. What's your favorite joke on Secret Time, Isla? I'm not allowed to watch it. Ooh, I wonder why. Why do you think you're not allowed to watch it? Because it's inappropriate. Yeah. Do you think it's inappropriate? Or do you think Maybe. I tell jokes about you and I don't want you to see it? Both. Both? Isla's here by popular demand. Uh, Isla got great feedback about her reads last week. Totally. <laughs> Everyone was like, dude, more with Isla. They we're did. not going to make this a regular thing, but if Isla's around and we're doing reads, I just picked her up from school early. We thought we'd, we'd let her sit in here and, you know, tell mom about the fun that you and, uh, you and um, what's her name, Char- uh, Charlotte were having on the oh, stairs. Okay. So we went down the wrong side of the stairs and then, who? You and Charlotte? Yeah. And then we were... A teacher told us um, that we were going down on the wrong side. Then I waited in the doorway for Charlotte because she was going down the stairs. And then she said, I said, ah, Charlotte. And then she said, we're such rebels. And then she like put her glasses up and she was holding a book. <laughs> like a big nerd. Mm-hmm. How cute. I love Charlotte. She's a really sweet kid. It's, I forgot. You it's had really to funny if you know the kids, guys. If you're wondering, Bert, why would I have kids? It's gems like these that you get dropped on your lap and just brighten your day. You're a little ball of sunshine, Isla. I love you more than anything in the world. Do you know that? Yes. She wouldn't give me a high five. No, why not? I gave you an upside down high five. No, you're a control freak. Uh, <laughs> I'm on tour. And guess what? We just got my full blood panel back from the doctor and I am healthy as fuck. Nice. That's right, everyone. That means we're going hard as shit in Wisconsin this week. <laughs> so get ready, Wisconsin, because I'm putting damage on this liver. This liver's healthy. Can you believe it, Leanne? Can it's you hard believe? to believe. Is this the Mickey Mantle gene that they talk I about? I think it is the Mickey Mantle gene. I mean, honestly. Yeah. By the way, my blood my blood results were healthier than when I was in sober October. That's stupid. 
Isn't that crazy? It's from all that marathon and you've been doing. I think it is the uh, the marathon, the, the triathlon, triathlon, the 10K, the 5K, the all the fat. The, I think it really might have to do with the intermittent fasting. I'm not joking. Yeah, probably. But you know, yeah, probably. I'm doing intermittent fasting for those of you who don't know. It's I'm doing 16 hours. And I really think, I think that and staying away from bread and pasta is bread, pasta, and sugars. You know what? This friend of mine, we were just talking about this after my last podcast. This friend of mine that lives in the neighborhood is really heavy. And she went to see a nutritionist. And you know what the nutritionist said? She said, you can eat. (laughs) No. She said, you can eat whatever you want. Just serve yourself what you would usually serve yourself. And then take half of that and move it on another plate. Don't worry about carbs. Don't worry about fat. And then eat that later other plate. No, she said to eat that half. And then if you're still hungry to wait 20 minutes. Yeah. And if you're still hungry after you've waited 20 minutes to eat a quarter of the the rest of your portion. That's the advice I give for marijuana. But she said, she said that this woman's lost a lot. I mean, like a lot of weight. I'm not saying her name on the air. Okay. But, um. I mean, like a, a lot of weight, and all she did was make herself a regular plate, cut it in half, and put half of it away. And then she's not hungry twenty minutes later. She doesn't <laughs> eat the other half. She'll That's eat really it at another meal. Isn't that fascinating? I have another friend and mom in my Girl Scout troop who did the same thing, and she's lost a lot of weight. Isla, who's in better shape, me or mom? Isla is. Who do you think? Who do you think physically looks more attractive, me or mom? Mom, of course. Who do you think is more athletic, me or mom? There we go. I know Mom that. No, bullshit. He does 21 day fix thing every day. I do. Day. I did it this morning. Um, did push-ups, a lot of plank. I do a I'm push-up. In, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin, and then I'm in, uh, I'm doing, I'm coming out, I think, to New York and D.C., secret time, legit secret time. I haven't even really solidified those plans yet, but I think I'm doing Monday in New York, Tuesday in D.C., just to go hang out with friends, do a little press, and dick around. And then I'm in San Jose, and I think that's my last date of the month. And then Sober October, it starts, everybody. Get ready. Uh, I haven't talked to Joe, Ari, or Tom. I know Ari has a conflict mid-month. I have a conflict, A too, conflict Ari. mid-month. Yeah. I've got to go to a wedding. I've got to go to a wedding. He has a, a conflict last year, I've got to go to a wedding. His not... conflict last year was the month of October. This is Ari. I've got to go to the wedding. I've got to go to a wedding. I've gotta go... By the way, I'm on Ari's podcast, uh, uh, Skeptic Tank. It's a really great podcast. It's four hours long, and it's just us bullshitting about what fun is. I've got to go to a wedding. I've gotta... How am I going to go to a wedding and not drink? I'm not going to go to a wedding and not drink. And then Tom's like... Tom's Guess like... what? People do it all the time. Tom's like... Is that what a fat person sounds like? He, he doesn't want to do the fucking hot yoga. I said we add mileage on. I'd love to hear your suggestions. Use the hashtag Mileage? Sober. Yeah. Put on like, figure we run three oh, for miles. running? Yeah, yeah. We... You're going to do hot yoga and run? Jesus fucking Christ, Leanne. Yeah, you're on top of my words. Yeah. Yeah, but that's not okay. That's too much. Hmm. We haven't yeah. figured it out. So use the hashtag Sober October. And uh, tell us what you think our challenge should be. Joe believes it should be 15 hot yogas. I'm cool with 15 hot yogas, by the way. I like that. I'm cool with 15 hot yogas. That's a massive detox. Yeah, it's a legit detox. Yeah, totally. I say we do 15 hot yogas. Let me just fucking text those guys now. Just stick to the plan. I'm going to text because that's right such now. a detoxification and you're sobering up that they, they just kind of they're kind of they go hand in hand. I'm texting them right now. I have to go get our daughter. Hold on. You're not going fucking anywhere. I have anywhere. to. I told you I had to leave it at 2.15. Baby, it's your fault that this ran late. No, I'll it's get, not. I'll get Georgia. 
No, but can you do the read with Dad? No. Oh, yes, I can. Hold can on. you Can you fill in for me? Uh-huh. But you may have to sit in my chair. Okay. Hey, can you do you that? guys are really taking this away from me. Cool. So, but you know, you have to talk about how much you like Blue Apron and oh, I like really and and, and the, the Shady Rays um, sunglasses oh, that you stole camping. from Dad. You wore them where? Camping. They were rad. Oh, those right? were actually badass looking sunglasses, weren't they? They were awesome. She stole Dad's Shady Rays and wore them camping. Hey guys, Sober October dash who's in dash I'm 100% in with 15 hot yogas. There's a mouse. He, he caught a mouse? a mouse? Look at the mouse. Oh my God. What? There's a rat right there. Can Where? I catch it? Maybe we have a fucking rat problem. We do not have a rat, a rat problem. problem. Duh. We have an orange tree. Can I get a cup? This is not a podcast intro anymore. It's gone amok. I seriously do have to go get Georgia. Hang on one second. Sit down. Let's just go through these reads. No, I really have to leave. No, you just changed my fucking voice style to, hey, guess who caught a mouse? There's a mouse. Holy <laughs> shit, we have a mouse problem. Oh, but I really do have to leave. I'm supposed to leave Stop. right now. God damn it, Leanne. You're fucking killing me. You're going to leave her sitting on the curb? No, she's at a fucking... God, I can't find my fucking glasses. <laughs> she's sitting on my fucking glasses. They're right here. Right there, Dad. No, what? they're right oh, they're here. here. Oh, jeez. Today's podcast is brought to you by Blue Apron. Do you like Blue Apron, Isla? Yes, it's good. It's Way to very... really sell it. You love Blue Apron, you jerk. How many different foods have you tried through Blue Apron? A lot. A lot, right? Yeah, she, she eats a lot of food she would never eat if I just cooked Blue it. Apron is legit... It has changed the way our family eats. It's changed the way our family hangs out. It's changed our dynamic. I was just saying to my dad, he said, how are the girls doing? I said, quite honestly, I don't know. We haven't made a Blue Apron in a while. Because I, if the girls' schedule is so chaotic, and my schedule with the pot, with the uh, secret time has been so crazy that we haven't had time to... We had, a, we had a Blue Apron for lunch. That was the closest we've come. Yeah. So we're going to slow down tonight, have a Blue Apron, yeah, and are. talk. We and are. get to know how softball's going for Georgia. Yes. Yeah. She made the high school softball team, yes. Oh, pretty legit. She's pretty legit. It's six <laughs> days a week. It's more than fucking legit. It's legit. Oh yeah, you're you're six days a week I'm driving. You're getting chef designed recipes delivered directly to your door, seasonally inspired, and they cook in as little as twenty minutes. Dinner in twenty minutes? Are you shitting me? Skip meal planning, skip shopping, get straight to cooking with blue apron, perfectly designed portion ingredients delivered right to your door insanely delicious favors, quick and easy to use recipes. Look, if you haven't used Blue Apron yet, I think you're missing out on life personally. Oh, I really oh, yeah. genuinely do. Missing out. Yeah, yeah. Here's what you can do right now. You can get the first three meals for free at blueapron.com slash birdcast. That's blueapron.com slash birdcast to get your first three meals for free. What they've got coming up is crispy chicken tender and mashed potatoes, Isla Grace Kreischer. Did you hear that? Pasta and creamy tomato sauce, Isla Grace Kreischer. Does that sound good to you? Yeah. I love Blue Apron. I absolutely love them. So go check them out right now and get your first three meals for free. Just go to blueapron.com slash BurtCast. That's blueapron.com slash BurtCast to get your first three meals for free. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Our podcast is also brought to you by Shady Rays. Isla, how are those sunglasses you stole from me and took on your camping trip this weekend? They were really good. Really? Yeah. They were really cute on you. I have they to say really that. They looked really cool. You looked like you were going to Burning Man. They, <laughs> yeah, like she had a she scarf did, on. She did have a lot of bandanas. She had a scarf, a hat. <laughs> and a some flat. cut off hey, Isla, shorts. You look at us. You're looking out the window and you're not She's watching the mouse. Dad, I'm watching the rat. It's eating something. Oh, Ooh. why don't we get our gun out and shoot it? <gasps> yeah. Okay. Um, 
Shady Ray sent me three pair, three pairs, yeah, and all three pairs were gone by the time they got to our house. The, by the time you got home from being on the road, they had been claimed by children that live here. I'm thinking about telling them I dropped them in the lake because no matter what happens, if you lose or break your shades, Shady Ray's has your back and will replace them for a small S and H fee, shipping and handling. Shipping and handling. So yeah. go out there, live your freaking life, wear your sunglasses. Did you like those sunglasses, I? Uh huh. They, they look. I like. They the look color. badass. I like. Were them. they really comfortable? They look comfortable. Yeah, they were soft. Yeah, right. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they were weren't red. just like the other ones that are from like the Dollar Tree. They like. <laughs> yeah, they're a little more expensive <laughs> than the Dollar Tree. <laughs> the, the ones from the Dollar Tree are like plastic, and they're like really hard on your nose. <laughs> so oh. these were comfortable, is what you're saying. Yeah. By the way, nice. right now Shady Rays is, is on the edge of their seat going, please don't let this child trash our sunglasses. <laughs> They're amazing. They were great. They're amazing. Most pairs are around 45 and these are quality. Trust me, let me know you. Like my daughter said, they're quality. They're polarized. They're durable. These are great. Isla's, uh, Isla's would be like what you'd look at it to find like $200 plus sunglasses. Yeah, she got really, really, she she stole the nice ones. She stole the nice ones. Georgia <laughs> wore the other ones too. She stole the nice ones too. <laughs> well, they're all nice, but but those two in particular, they, they got them before I could get them. Shady Raids also provides 11 meals to fight hunger in America with every order and has donated over 1.8 million meals so far. They have a lot of different styles from wood frames to aviators to high-end acetate models. Here's what you can do. Buy, you can use the buy one, get one free code. The code is 50% off for any two items. Any, stop touching me, Isla. <laughs> the code is 50% off two or more items from the Shady Rage shop. This is the strongest deal you will get that Shady Rays offers exclusive to my listeners. That's buy one, get one free. 50% off two or more items from the Shade shop. Use the promo code BERTCAST, that's B-E-R-T-C-A-S-T, and get yourself some glasses. Uh, I'm telling you, these glasses are fantastic. And with a pair of glasses like the ones Isla had, yeah. with ski season coming up, nice. not a bad pair of sunglasses to get. Not a bad And to pair. know that if you do fuck them up because you're going radical like I do, yeah. just moshing grinds. Totes. Uh, it's nice to know that... They'll replace them. Yeah. That's amazing. Shady rays. What a deal. Dad, the rat's moving. The rat's on the move, Dad. Rat's yeah, on the move. Yeah, it's going in the pool. Where's this, the cat? It's not going in the pool. Either. Oh, well, sick him, Gus. Go, yeah, go let Gus out. Go let. Okay. Oh no, no Gus is out. Away. He's asleep under the hedge. This podcast is also brought to you by Butcher Box. <laughs> Butcher Box is high quality, healthy protein you can trust. A hundred percent gas, grass fed, and finished beef. Free range organic chicken, heritage breed pork, and old. That's old world pork right there before they breed out all the fat and flavor to make it the other white meat, a.k.a. The other white this meat. This is the pay, way pigs were meant to be eaten. Is no, right? they were cr- meant to be pets. No, they're... I, do you like bacon? You, yeah, yeah, do you like bacon? Yeah. Did you like, that, did you like that uh, pork belly we made last night? She probably didn't eat that. You didn't ever got it the pork delicious. belly? It was delicious. It's incredibly seriously. convenient, delivered right to your door with dry ice, free shipping anywhere. Oh, for real? Free shipping anywhere in the 48 states. Bookshire Bach delivers healthy, 100% grass-fed and finished beef. Free-range organic chickens and heritage beef. Did I, did I already read yeah, this? I read that. Turn it, turn it over. Other side. Mom, is that a baby rat? Other side. <laughs> Stupid. Why the fuck would I... 
Oh, you're a jerk. <laughs> it's unbelievably tasty. There's a huge difference between taste between animals raised on pasture and those fed grain in concentrated animal feedlots. That is true. That is true. We, it is we very have, we, true. We are, uh, we are uh, uh, free-range chickens. Well, no, I was thinking more about the cattle my pop used to grow. He, he raised beef cattle, and he only fed them grass he grew, and it was amazing. It's a oh, different taste. Mom, didn't I you have like a pig? And I did have a pet he, pig. Uh, killed it and left its eye out. He did, and he gave me the eyeball as a gift. Hey, let's let's keep all this conversation out of the room <laughs> for butcher box. Yeah, it kind okay? of freaked me out a little bit. But hey, the, uh, but fucking <laughs> seriously, <laughs> guys, I'm doing a read for a, a. No, but I still ate the pig. It's great. It tastes great. Exclusive, hard to get outside of butcher's box. This this type of high quality meat is hard to find. For those of you who live in in the food deserts. It's impossible. What? It's near impossible. For those of you who live in food deserts, it's near impossible. For those of you who live There's in big cities with expensive... Shut the fuck. <laughs> For those of you who live in big cities, expensive supermarkets, butcher box prices are hard to beat. Here's the deal. Get $20 off plus free bacon in your first butcher box by going to butcherbox.com and entering the discount code BERT at checkout. That is $20 off plus... Free bacon in your first box by going to butcherbox.com and entering the discount code BERT at checkout. Ladies and gentlemen, those were our sponsors. The podcast this week is absolutely fantastic. It is a real, in my opinion, an in-depth, passionate, funny, lighthearted, yet deep kind of La Familia type conversation with the one, the only, Chris D'Elia. Uh, I've known Chris for... Quite a while. We talk about it a little bit in the podcast, but one of the things that amazes me about Chris is how almost like he's misconstrued. Chris is a straight up family man, and meaning like him and his family are very close. He's got a great relationship with his dad, his mom, and his brother. Okay, both of you guys are leaving. Oh, go with her. Go with her. Wait, where is she going? She's going to get Georgia. <clears throat> and I wanted to dig into that because I, I, I see it on his Instagram, and he just seems. Like, such a happy guy. And I think the perspective people see of Chris is maybe d different than what I see of him. And so I wanted to kind of share that. I wanted to get loose with him. I wanted to talk about chicks. I wanted to talk about his ex-marriage. I wanted to talk about a bunch of stuff. And I think we got to all of it, right? Am I right? I think we got everywhere. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, today's BirdCast. By the way, can you tell that I haven't been drinking, like, much at all? No. Uh, for real? Today's, ladies and gentlemen, without much ado, I'll say it again. Today's Ladies and gentlemen, without much ado, today's BirdCast, Chris D'Elia. This is BirdCast. This, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad, right? When, when did you get this made? Uh, 2000, I guess 2009. It was right when I did Letterman. It was the... The day I flew to go do Letterman, they finished the man cave. I got on a plane. I flew to do Letterman, and they called me the day this fin got finished and told me my show at Travel Channel got canceled. Oh, yeah. And right. so, uh, they're like, I'm starting a podcast. DIY Networks did it for me, and it was the fucking greatest. It was the best thing that ever oh, happened. they did it? Yeah. $180,000. This? Yeah. All this wood is reclaimed, reclaimed lumber from like a 200-year-old barn in Indiana. Wow. Yeah. It's it's absolutely amazing this floor treatment they did this guy was like super hard to get he came in he stained the concrete 
and then glossed it over. Like it was really bizarre. And then wow, wine refrigerator, kegerator, which is fucking so overrated. Oh, really? Yeah. And tech. And I got to be honest with you, technology at the time was changing. Yeah. And so. It's surround sound, but you could have easy, very easily just put one of those sound bars in now. Ah, yeah. So it's got speakers all all over the place. But So then you made this into a podcast thing or what? You know, it's so funny. Right when they gave it to me, they're like, what do you want this to be? And I almost said a podcast studio, which in which case they would have built me a fucking state-of-the-art podcast right. studio. Uh, and I just, but I was like, I was like, ah. Eh. Yeah. I, was, I didn't think I'd have a podcast at the time. So what was this in the beginning then? This was a woodworking shop and next door is a But what garage. were you supposed, you said it was for the travel thing? For uh, DIY network. So this was supposed to be for that? No, so. I don't I, understand why they built it for you. So we bought the house. I didn't like the house. The house was not, did not look like what it looks now. Okay. And they had this room, which was a woodworking shop attached to this room. And then the garage is next door. And when I bought the house, my dad came in. This was all closed off. This was all a wall. Oh. And my dad was like, this would be a great man cave. Mm. I go to Atlanta to do upfronts. And I run into this guy, Andy Singer. And I go, hey, man, I know you got a TV show called Man Caves. I got a great spot for a man cave. Oh. And at the time, they were like, we're looking to do something like a crossover travel channel. Oh, wow. Oh, Adam Richmond awesome. passed, right? The guy oh, from right. Man vs. Food yeah. passed. And I got all the money they were going to spend on Travel Channel. I got all of it. They were going to split oh, it with wow. us. And so uh, it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> What's the greatest thing that ever happened to you? Like where you go, oh, that's something I, I'll never talk shit about that. <laughs> God. Um, I, whenever anyone asks like the, hap the best time of my life, I think was when I shot my first special. Because it was like my dad... My dad is a director and, you know, he's been doing stuff in Hollywood for a while. And, and when I got my first special at Comedy Central, he I asked him to direct my special. And I remember he I, was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to pay you that much. And he was like, this will be the time of my life. And we had we had the best we had the best time. He was out in the van just, you know, with the. Oh, you know, shut up. Yeah. And he had done one comedy special before that. He did Dove Davidoff's. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and um, it, and that that moment was just so special because like my family was there, my dad was in the van, and I was on stage, and I just you know, I mean, you know, it's your first special, and like like when you do your first special, it's like you don't really even think about. They're like, oh, and who do you want to hire as a director? You're like, oh, what does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> and then they show you these guys that do, they all looks the same, you know. So it was uh, that was probably my favorite one of my favorite moments the best Did, uh, why why do you think you and your family are so close dude we're so close man and it's, I, i'm i'm be yeah. honest with you i'm jealous not jealous of it in a bad way but like yeah. i see you and your brother and your mom and your yeah. dad doing stuff on instagram and i go yeah they're really having a great time with each other I, I, well we I, I think honestly is why if if you if if anyone like likes my comedy if they like my sense of humor it's i get it from them like that's what we just growing up all we did was all we did was fuck with each other and really? bust on each other yeah dude yeah and it was how we showed love and like so I, I i don't know i think that makes us closer that like there's not this like unsaid i mean you know of course we've had our moments but like there's not this unsaid weirdness that i feel like a lot of families have do you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean where it's yeah. like you, you know it's like oh i gotta go to thanksgiving and you're sitting there and you're like oh and there's so much shit unsaid and you're like t looking and talking about jobs and the weather you know we don't do that yeah. we just we just reminisce or talk about each other or make fun of we make fun of each other that all the time that's all we do is make fun of each other that's all we fucking do did you guys did you guys do a lot of family like vacations 
Yeah, we had our, you know, yearly vacation. We would go to like, uh, we were from New Jersey, you know, so we would go down to the... Uh, uh, we would go down to the beach and, and like we get a beach house for like a week and just hang out, you know. What, like, wait, when did you guys move out to LA? I was 12, so 1992. Your brother's younger? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's three and a half young. Yeah, yeah. And you were, I also think one of the reasons why we're so close is because there were two siblings. Because uh, yeah. every, uh, you know, every, um, I just think that, and I, there's nothing wrong with it, obviously, but if you have like three or four or even more, then it it's like then it's like you're just gonna be closer to one than you are with the other and then that creates a weird thing and that's just natural you know but but me me and my brother it was just that was the guy that was my you know sidekick and i was his sidekick and we 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 put everything into each other so i think that's one of the other reasons why we're we're we're, we're really close do you have an easy time making friends yeah, I mean, dude, I generally like. I know, I know, like a lot of people think like I'm. You know, I'm. I was just looking on. It's like anytime I post something, I make a fun of something. People are like, like, like if I did like, like I, I just posted something or I was making fun of Mark Wahlberg. And oh, I like, just watched oh, that yeah. and was fucking giggling. <laughs> I make sandcastles, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I make sandcastles. <laughs> I mean, the guy's just. Bra- he wakes up at two thirty, by the way. But that's insane. But anyway, oh, uh, dude, I'm dying to talk to you about that because I, I I watch that video and I went, I'm so fucking like. Sleep's really important. Oh yeah, I yeah. Know. Keep going, keep going. Okay, so so, but people are like, oh, any time I make fun of somebody, people say, I love Mark Wahlberg, but this is funny. It's like, why why do you have to put that caveat? It's like yeah. it, I'm doing it because I like Mark Wahlberg. You know what I mean? I'm, but but uh, so that so that was how we showed love. I th- I don't know where where I was going with that, but that that was, but to me, that's what my family was all about. Yeah, my my family's. Uh... I got three, or it's three. It's me and my two sisters, and my sisters and I are very close. Yeah, like very, like almost probably unhealthy close. Yeah, my sister, my my wife was not happy. Like there, we oh. had to have a meeting about inviting my wife into big team. That's you're, what we, you're what? We used to call ourselves big team. Uh-huh. Me and my sisters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, my sisters are like, so wait, is Leanne going to be a part of big team? <laughs> like vocally, like because we'd say, "Hey, big team, let's go." Yeah, yeah. And they were like, "Well, we, like we." We're not going to call her big. Is she part of big team? Uh-huh. And my and then they started calling her the pit viper because Leanne's really fucking honest, like un fucking healthily honest. But <clears throat> that's I I watch the the four of you guys yeah. and I feel like it's me and my daughters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bust balls and it's interesting when we bust balls. Almost like a like to the point where I go when they meet boys. Yeah, I think boys are going to have a hard time yeah. catching up oh, to yeah, with them. For sure. And and it's interesting because we can pair off like last night, Leanne and I got in a fight. George and I went to the mall to go get her shoes, and she was uh, George gets in the car. And she's like, "What were you fighting with mom about?" And I was I told her, and she was like, "Yeah, man, I'll tell you what's wrong with mom." And oh, she wow. she could confide in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I found that fucking fascinating. Yeah. Well, that's I mean I don't know that's and how old is, she, is your fourteen? Okay. Oh wow. Shit. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Oh, nineteen. Really? Older. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. You know why, dude? Here's 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 why I've done everything late because I'm like I I have I, first of all I have all these fucking stupid like things like like rules that I I've I've made up that I feel like I live by, but they 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 keep me in check. Like here's one of my things that I I go by. I never do anything until I regret that I haven't done it. 
Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So no, that's, by the way, that makes total sense. Right. Because then I know I really wanted to, I really want to do it and I'm ready like, to give do them it. an example. So they're listening. Okay. Well, I mean, that's one, the virginity, like I, I, but, but another one is also, uh, drugs. Like I, I was like, well, I never, I never really felt like I missed out on doing drugs or never. I never felt like, oh man, everyone did, you know, mushrooms the other night and I didn't, and it seemed fun. I should have done that. Then I know I would do mushrooms the next time. Yeah. But I never felt like that with drugs. So I've never done drugs. Yeah. But that was with losing my virginity. I, 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 I was 19 because I know one, one time I, the girl that I lost my virginity with, she went away to college. And I in high school, I was like, no, we shouldn't. And then when she went away to co- college, I was like, I should have I done that. Yeah. And so then when I visited her in college, I did it. How long did you guys date before you had sex? Oh, man. It was like a weird thing. Like I had another girlfriend and then we broke up because she went away to college. And then and then I was in the same year as the girl that I lost my virginity with. So, so then we started dating after the other girl went to college. So it was probably like almost a year. Really? So wait, yeah. did you go to college? I went to one year at NYU. And then you left? And then I left, yeah. Dude, what? I fucking hated school. All of it. Every year. I was like, why the fuck do I? I don't give a shit. Dude. <laughs> I want to take that, isolate that. Yeah, I know. I know. It's and give a, it to my I youngest know, daughter. I Dude, I hate I know. school. It's such a bad fucking. But but for comedians, like, dude, imagine comedian. Imagining comedians in school is oh. is crazy, dude. I was awesome at school. I was not you awesome were? at school. I was awesome in school. Like I made class oh, yeah. fun as oh, fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I would, and thank God, by the way. Oh, I I got I got asked to leave a class. I had a class, um, a film studies class, <laughs> and the teacher called me. And my my roommate Blair Mendez were in the same class. The teacher called and said, "You uh, right now you have an F. Um, you and in order for you to get a C." You'd have to score 120 on the next three tests. <laughs> You're not going to pass this class. Right. I said, okay. And he goes, I, I'm going to make a deal with you. If you simply stop coming, I'll give you that C. And I was like, okay. And he goes, here's the problem. You're very funny. You're very insightful. And you make me laugh and you distract me. Yeah. And you make the whole room laugh. And and by the way, this is a class of probably, now that I know theater sizes, probably a class of like 500 people. So this is college. This is college. Yeah. And he goes, uh, so he goes, and I can't, I can't tell you to stop doing what you're doing because I appreciate it, but it is distracting and it makes me laugh. And when I get off a laughing fit, everyone else gets a laughing fit. So if you don't come back, I'll just give you a C. And I was like, okay. Wow. And my buddy Blair was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's swear. By the way, swear on my children's life. That story's true. That's crazy. Dude. Uh, yeah. I got a few, I had a couple classes where they'd asked me not to come. That's so funny, but I but I enjoyed college. I loved going to oh, college. Really? I, was in, I was in college for seven years. Well, I know you, I, I know your story about that and how you fucking were like the guy there. I I just it, I just am not that guy. You know are what you, I mean? But but like okay, so what are you comfortable in your own skin? Uh, okay, so. I wasn't because as an actor, yeah, I will say when I saw you on Whitney, mm-hmm. I went, "Holy shit, he's a good actor." Oh, and I was cool. like, "Man, nice. he fucking like you." You seem more so comfortable in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. I am not that. I'm that comfortable in front of my family. Yeah, gotcha. I'm not that comfortable in front of a camera, mm. like the way you were. But like, yeah. were you comfortable in your skin growing so up? So I wasn't until I, I. I feel like I always was comfortable 
ish performing. And then once I became a comedian, I felt like I was comfortable just in every situation. Do I, I you know, do you, I, two times I met you. One time I met you on a video camera with Joe Coy. Like I just watched a video of you and Joe Coy okay. at the Richmond Funny Bone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were just fucking around, and I was giggling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I ran into you. We did a uh, we did a show out in, like, out in almost like, Ontario. Okay. It was like a, a bar gig. Oh, okay. I remember you destroyed, and then I just fucking oh, really? turned the room into a shit show <laughs> with some race joke I was doing, and then a woman disagreed. <laughs> oh, really? I brought her on stage. Oh, God, I don't remember that. It was like a bar... Were there like in like not in, it wasn't all the way in Ontario. It was like Riverside. It was like God, out there. I have a bad memory. Who this else? Was, do you remember like, anyone else on the show? No, it was a yeah. long, long time ago. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it had to be. Yeah, and I remember getting out there and being like, "Fuck!" And then you killed, and then I went up and I was like, "I made some fucking." This background was trying to be edgy. I think I maybe remember that actually. Yeah, there were so, but there's so many shows that you've played that are like where you would classify as not Ontario. When you're coming up, you're like, it was not Ontario, but it's somewhere in the Indolent Empire or <laughs> yeah. some shit. And they gave you like 40 bucks to go, you know? And and it was like, you know, us and Adam Hunter or something. And DJ Cooch. DJ Cooch <laughs> booked yes, me on a bunch yes. of them. <laughs> yes. I did one gig with him in Miami. He's like, dude, I could work you all through the Inland Empire. Yeah. And so I did a bunch of, I did a bunch of Latino yeah. shows. Yeah. Now in retrospect, as a grown up, I would never like go back and do those. Cause I was like, there's nothing, I'm not winning. I'm not learning anything but bad habits. Mm. Like, yeah, that's a good, that, yeah. Especially as a white guy going in there, I'm super pandering. Mm. So like if I go into a room like that, I go one of two ways. I get defensive or I pander and I'm like mm. doing a fucking minstrel show. Right, there. right, right. Yeah. I, I don't, that's funny though. I, yeah, I've always, I remember, I always think about anytime, like I remember one time just as a comedian, like you bomb so much that like you become, I talk about this in my act now, but like you become like this thing where it's like, it doesn't like nothing really embarrasses you anymore. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of comedians have that in them anyway. So like now, whereas when I was 21 and 22, I remember when I broke up with a girl she broke up with me the girl i lost my virginity to actually uh broke up with me and my buddy was like let's go out we'll go to a bar and like we'll meet people i've, I've got this thing that we're gonna go to and there were there were girls there and there was this girl uh that was i thought was really cute and because i thought she was cute i couldn't um i was like i don't know what to say like i i don't I, I, everything i say sounds calculated and i'm fucking it all up and now thinking about that yeah. is insane to me. Like, who gives a fuck what what I was going to say? Who cares what she thinks? Yeah. Like, that's who I am now. And, it, and, and, all of, and a lot of that is, first of all, growing up, obviously. But then, uh, and I was going through a bad breakup, so I was in my head at that moment anyway. But just bombing. I don't yeah. care. Like... Dude, I've had 350 of those girls look at me at once and be like, what the fuck is he talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. This isn't funny. So, like, I don't care what, like, oh, you want, I always say, to, Brian Callen and I say, we, we, we say, oh, yeah, we do stand up and you want to have a conversation? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I do stand up. What the fuck are we going to talk about yeah. at a party? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like we do our favorite version of that 
on stage all the time. Oh yeah, I used you to. Know? My wife, my wife gets exhausted at me because I go to a dinner party. Yeah, and someone will go. Uh, you know, I did something interesting the other day. And my wife's like, <laughs> I know. Oh, here we go. I know. And she always prefaces, guys, Bert, you, they don't know you. Yeah. So yeah, just yeah. let it be. They don't yeah. need to know you. Yeah. I'll fucking trump it. I I will. I am insufferable at yeah. a dinner party. Well, I mean that's what made you successful though man i mean that's your thing and that's awesome but like it's it's also like as a comedian like you do it, it's it's for real it's like it, it's like it, it people would think being on stage trying to make people laugh is like there are people who would rather jump out of airplanes and shit and do you know so it's like imagine that guy jumping out of airplanes all the time and then somebody is like oh, i went on a fucking hike the other day you're like uh, yeah you know what i mean that's what it's like i yeah. feel like when did you turn a corner with uh with your personality you feel like um i think well you know it's like you always think you do and then you see yourself like two years later and you're like oh that's nothing you yeah. know what i mean but i think that as long as you constantly feel that way it's good as a comedian like i, I even feel like i started my podcast you know uh congratulations like uh 85 six weeks ago now and even like from then i feel like oh I get it now. Like now I'm now this is who I am. Do you know what yeah. I mean? And I've I've used bits from that on stage and now when I'm on stage I feel like, oh, it's kinda like I'm just in my room talking about talking like I am in my podcast. So like I feel like I kinda turned a corner when I started my podcast. But like you know, I, I feel like those moments come. Your your podcast is super interesting because it really is just a real extension of you as a, your your sense of humor. Oh yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean that's how I yeah. If it felt like how, how how was I gonna like I just didn't like I do it solo you know and I was like I, I'll do it solo for three times and then I'll probably have to get guests I was like I don't know how I'm gonna do this keep talking for an hour I mean I know we do it on stage every night but it's yeah. kind of planned but, you, but you're, it's really um just to a testament to how good your podcast is I it's really hard to do a solo podcast just coming up with a couple subjects and ranting for an hour yeah. Bill Burr when he, he did his when I started my podcast I was like maybe I'll do it solo he goes do it solo you don't need guests yeah I was like and Burr I did said this yeah, yeah. And, I, and I did a couple solo I go Bill they're not good and he goes they're not gonna be he was huh. like let them be bad for like a year huh. and then they'll get better and then they'll get really good and huh. then you won't even think about it and then your writing on stage will be so strong and I was like yeah I think I'm just gonna have guests <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I did any real listener of the podcast knows I did some solo ones. Oh, really? I did some solo ones and they were I I did a solo one, Chris, where I This is literally OG Burtcast fans know this. <laughs> I sang a pirate song where I I ju I would just get whacked on coffee on a Sunday morning yeah. and I just come in and do a podcast by myself and I sang the pirate song of what I if I was a pirate instead of yo ho yeah, 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 yeah. what i would sing <laughs> and it was so almost like creepy like almost like if you watch a video of a serial killer going like when he shaves his head <laughs> and he's like all right and people to this day are like do i remember the pirate song because <laughs> it was just me being weird as fuck in someone's ear and they, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. it there was yeah. no and there was no notes no one and yeah. it was so fucked up but it but it was it was fun and what i liked about it is it got me weird it got me out of my comfort yeah. zone and then i could i could never get back there because i always felt like i was replicating it do you feel huh. like do you feel like you really started to blossom in social media on vine so because well, I, I remember my daughter yeah and her friends quoting you really that's dude that's funny. only happened twice my youngest daughter did a john mulaney bit uh -huh. on the ride to a dodgers game and uh -huh. i thought she'd come up with it do you know how fucking uh, excited i was when i was awesome. like yeah, wait like, is that yours and she goes no it's some guy on netflix oh that's funny and my daughters quoted you 
when you were like when we were doing when Vine was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went, where did you hear that? She goes, oh, some kids at school said it. And I said, I pulled you up and I go, is this what they're saying? She goes, yeah, that guy, that guy. Oh, that's hilarious. And I was like, holy fucking shit. That's that, funny. We're talking fifth graders. Must have been fifth graders. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it probably was Vine, yeah. How did you, how did you took off on that platform so quickly and well, easily? Well, okay. I like, I just fucking, str- I, I think like, I love being funny. I love yeah. making people laugh. I, I That's what I like to do the most. So anytime there's a new way to make everyone laugh yeah. and extend the audience, I'm, 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 I'm in, you know? Um, so, and I remember, I think I, I was on, I was on Instagram, but Instagram was just pictures. I think back then. Yeah. It wasn't even so, video. Yeah. So when Vine came out, yeah, it wasn't, no, it wasn't. Yeah. So when Vine came out, I was like, oh, this is where I can put all the dumb shit I think of all day. And then it, and then I was, well, I was, I was like one of the first, I mean, I don't know how many people were on when I got on, but like. It was me and Sasso. We found out about Will Sasso. Dude, his vines were fucking hilarious, and you, and you And you guys had all had the five-minute pod. The 10-minute ten, ten ten podcast. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Me, him, and Brian Callen, yeah. And uh, and and we and we just kind of did it because we were like doing them, and we were like, oh, look at this one that we made. Look at that one we made. And then we were one of the people, like first, first people who got a million followers on Vine, and we were like, whoa, it's crazy. And then, um, but I just liked it because it was it was silly and dumb and quick and 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 whenever i'm making videos online or anything like that to me even though i i don't i wouldn't say i'm ironically making videos like i i'm not i i don't believe in that like if you're a fucking guy with an ironic mustache for funny for funniness you're still you still have that mustache and you're an asshole do you know what i'm talking about yeah. like just because you have a fucking saloon hat on in Silver Lake, yeah, and you're like, hey, but uh, <laughs> you're still a fucking asshole. <laughs> he's still that guy. It doesn't matter. You're still you still are that guy. I don't, you know what I mean? But, it's something I'm I'm in love with because growing up, we would find the thing that we thought was ridiculous, like uh, yeah, like and and we would mock it, yeah, and then it, in a weird way, it would become part of our lexicon, yeah, like uh, and like like uh, like doing an impression of Borat like we were obsessed with guys that did impressions of yes. Borat we're like dude enough enough totally oh my wife yeah, we got yeah, it yeah. and then all of a sudden we're going my wife because like, you're making fun of the guys that and then, are but doing but then we're it. doing it too right I know yeah 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 so so um, so what was I talking about so uh, what was I talking Vine, about Vine. Vine. So, so to me in the back of my head and this is too what, I do this on stage it's like you're 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 I have this uh, to me it's funny that I just get to do this yeah. on stage people are like how come you laugh on stage sometimes it's because like, I can't believe this is my fucking job yeah and I'm talking about this and you paid and you paid right but for for Instagram and Twitter and Vine it's like this is just it's so dumb and 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 and, and like and in my my attitude on these you know videos that I put online is just like I, it's I know this is silly and stupid. Like people are like, dude, that video's dumb. Like, are you kidding me? That's the fucking point. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? Like when these people, you know, when I got off fine was when these people started cutting shit together and editing stuff and like putting it on uploading it. I'm like, go. I, I'm not doing it anymore. I stopped doing Vine because it's like, I I don't want to try. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 
I want to talk to the camera or shoot somebody else. There's no cuts. Yeah. It, it, it On Instagram, too, it's like people are putting these videos up on the thing. And it's like... It was the best vines, I, in my opinion, were always you in your car yeah. commenting on something. Yeah, like, what do you... What This is like a six-second... I, I, that drove me nuts. So then I was just like, I don't want to do it anymore. And then it, and then it obviously went away. Yeah. And I was like, God, but these... I, like, never... Like, some of these fucking guys, all these videos where it's like, when your girl has a big butt, and then the Uber comes, and you're like... Whoa, and you and like, ah, oh, we missed the Uber. We were looking at her ass, Blank. you know, <laughs> gang, gang, gang. Boing, boing, boing. like, what, dude? Yeah, dude, that's the worst. That's the worst <laughs> shit on social media. You're a hooker if you're doing that. You know what I mean? You're a fucking hooker. What are you selling? What? What is the end goal? Getting followers and then what? If you're not one of these, if you're not one of the four main people, you're not making money anyway. So yeah. what the fuck are you doing, dude? I, I don't get that shit. So, so I, and I don't even want to be a part of it. So, you know, to me, it's just going back to what I said, an extension of you and, you know, you talk to the people you want to and it's your, it's like, it's, it's an audience. It's like, they're with me all day. When I post a video of me at a fucking coffee bean, they're with me having coffee, you know, and that's yeah. funny to me. I like, I like the, I enjoy it because I feel like you do get to know people. Like yeah, you what's, do. What's great about what's great about you using social media, and I say this, I say this as like a, a, a backhanded compliment, mm -hmm. but I think everyone when you got into comedy mm -hmm. was like, oh, he's gonna be like Dane. He just wants yeah, to be yeah. a movie star. He won't keep with stand up. He doesn't care about stand up. And then you. I think everyone watched you and they're like, oh no no, he's a stand up. Like mm -hmm. oh wow, like I think that was like probably. I would say, I would say the turn for I think most comics when you got Whitney, but you were always in the clubs. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone's like, oh wait, yeah, he really loves stand up. Yeah, like and and oh, I would go after we shot the show. I don't know, and do go spots. to the comedy store and, and the improv and the laugh factory and do spots. Yeah, dude, I don't. I mean, I don't like anything more than being on stage. I don't. I don't. I I would fucking burn everything else down if I could just go on stage. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's just it's too fun, man. Yeah, I, I, I just I it's what I am, and I you know. I, I, dude, I mean, you shoot stuff, you know, yeah. and, and like, it's like when you go on stage, when you're, when you're on set all day and you're just eating almonds and, and cupcakes from craft service and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, man. And, <laughs> and you do two scenes and one is you walk in through the door and put your keys down and you got to do that 47 times. And then you're like, oh, acting is, acting is boring as fuck. Yeah. So you better either as a comedian you're doing stand-up but you better do projects you fucking care about yeah you know what i mean you better do interesting shit as an actor because if you're not i don't get i don't get it i don't get i mean so few actors are doing projects that they want to do i agree a hundred I, I don't know how they become 40 and 45 and they're like this is what i do this is my job I can't, I look at some people in, in acting and I go, I think I would probably question my existence. Yeah, dude. I mean, I do it anyway still and I do stand up and people, people really appreciate stand up because they, and I never looked at comedy in this way because, you know, I was, I've, I'm very fortunate and my family's great, but like people go through fucked up shit and they turn on comedies and they're like, I get to laugh for an hour or something. Bro. And I don't really, I didn't, that didn't register with me until, you know, re, you know, a few years ago, but, um, I don't know where I was going with that. I wasn't trying to fucking, 
no, no, no. Make myself seem. We were talking about actors. Oh, oh, but but I because I I mean, dude. Sometimes I'm on stage and I'm like, I I actually do think about it sometimes when I'm just like hanging out or or you know or I get off stage like, dude. There are people that like or when I see people like literally save people's lives. There are doctors. People go to fucking third world countries and help feed people. It's like oh, we're just on stage. Fucking. Sometimes I feel I feel like ugh, I'm not doing anything. But if I was just an the seventh lead on CSI. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I actually... And not to knock on them, dude. If that's what you love, great. I don't understand how you love it. And I don't mean that it I mean, badly, I but I don't mean that like as an insult, but I don't understand. I, I For me, it's such a disconnect to say other people's words. Yeah. I like, like, I actually got to the point where I'm like, I'm not certain I want to be an actor. Like, yeah. I, I want to have a sitcom. Yeah, I want to do a sitcom. Mm -hmm. I want to do a multi-cam multi yeah. that I can take what I'm perform. Yeah, and perform and yeah. get up and write jokes, get into a writer's room, mm -hmm. have fun. What time mm -hmm. do you need to be out? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, and I I want to do that. I want to I want to do that. So I don't know if I enjoy single cam. Mm -hmm. It's just it's just it's just it's just very boring. Um, so like, I feel like I'm, when I'm in that yeah. trailer, I feel like I'm actually wasting my life. Yeah. That's how I feel too. Uh, but that's why it should be something that you either created that yeah. you really feel close to, uh, or something really fucking interesting that you're like, okay, I don't do this. I mean, for me, you know, there was something I was up for that I really wanted that, uh, I ended up not getting, but like, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go up for this because it's really interesting and it's different and if i'm going to be on a show for fucking eight years that's the other thing too this shit might go for eight years yeah you know what i mean like they 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 offered me a few things last year where it was like i was going to be the fucking guy on the show and i was going to be the boyfriend or the fucking thing and i'm just like you know it's hard to say no to money but you're like for eight years i'm just going to play the guy in flannels do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it's like I, that, I, no, I, and that'll take away from stand-up. I can't do... I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't play the guy in flannels. Yeah. I could play Bert for eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, be yeah, a yeah, part of, of creating of it. I cannot be the neighbor. I can't be yeah. the guy in the movie like like uh, Scourge just did that Mark Wahlberg movie. Yeah. And I kept saying to him, like, you're there for a month? Right. And like, and theoretically, you might even get cut out. And Tom's like, you know, this is part of the process. It's Not only that, he's taking a huge pay cut doing that movie. Dude... Yeah, I know exactly what he makes. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. Yeah. But, yeah. but then I and then I was like, but Segura wants to do wants to act. But but here's the other thing though. For him, he hasn't really done that yet. He, yeah, um, that's probably his first studio movie. That's going to be really big. I've never done a studio movie, but I looked at that and I went, I don't know if I could be. I don't know if I draw. I don't know if. I think a lot of the joy derived out of that is like. I did a movie mm -hmm. like is, is like yeah, a bucket yeah, list. Like you yeah, said, yeah. doing you something you regret you fun, didn't do. You're like, okay, yeah, no. And I, and I, and, and, and I, and it, that's also, it, it opens you up to a different fan base. Uh, I mean, a lot of people who are comedy fans and a lot of people know who Tom Segura is, is yeah. but a lot of people will see that movie and be like, oh, that guy was funny. Who is that guy? And they'll be like, oh, he's got fucking three specials on Netflix. Yeah. I mean, that happens to, you know, us all the time. Yeah. So when they see, when, you know, you do your, tra you do your, your, your show that what was a travel show. Or yeah, it was travel channel. Whatever. People knew you from that. No, that was actually, was actually a step backwards in my career. Really? Yeah. Big step backwards because, uh, I was taken off the road. I was oh, doing yeah, well, travel yeah, channel that, and yeah. no one ever watched any of the shows mm. and it never translated. People that mm. watch mm. television never were like, I was, I was good. I'm going to really? go watch. Yeah. Huh. Like to the point where I did, I could, I, when I got fired from Travel Channel, mm -hmm. I focused on uh, Instagram, 
like just creating yeah. videos for yeah. Instagram yeah. and and the challenges with Tom. Uh-huh. And, oh, and oh it, yeah. And it changed my life. Oh. It ch- and, and focusing on stand-up. It's crazy. F- focusing on stand-up's been the greatest thing. I, would, I don't know. I would have to be the perfect project. It would have to be multi-cam. I'd have to shoot at CBS Radford. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, it would, for me yeah, to be into you, it. Yeah, because... Wow, what do you what do you want to what do you want to what do you want more money more fame you're I'm, good I'm good with the podcast I, I, and the stand know, up I'm, I'm really happy it's like unless you're gonna do something that's fucking funny yeah I mean dude and that's the other thing too like I did Whitney for two years or three years and dude Whitney was one of my best friends she still is and it was so fun yeah and then I was like I, I literally told my agents I was like I'm not doing another multicam because that was the best version of it for me yeah you really were fantastic in that like oh, I, thanks, I don't dude. know if that i don't know if that translated enough for people like but you were so effortless in it that oh, i was thanks. like and i was like and agreed like you know whitney and you were close i so probably mm. wrote it was easier for her to write in your voice but yeah god damn it oh thanks dude so then undateable came along and and brent already had auditioned for the part and got it brent Moore, and who's a one of my fucking best friends and bill lawrence who created it was like Hey, Chris is on Whitney, but what if if that show, you know, maybe we can get him on this if that show gets canceled? And I was like, and my agents were like, look, you, I know you said you didn't want to do another multicam, but because you know, but, but read this, Brent's in it. I was like, Brent's one of my best friends. Let me read it. It was funny. It's fu- really the part was. Like, you texted me the other day. You were like, hey, was this written for you? And I was like, no, but I read it. And I was like, oh, this is like a no brainer. I could yeah. do this, you know. And so I was like, fuck. All right, I was like, yeah, all right, tell him I'll do it. If you know, and then so Whitney got canceled, and then they announced, oh, that he got undateable, like the next day. And so I was like, fuck, I was gonna be in a show with Brent, Ron Funches, Rick Glass, like my buddies, you know, yeah. and uh, Bianca, who I knew, who played my sister, and uh, and then they then they like kind of re, I mean, they didn't really redo the part because it was already kind of, but like they 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 were the writers on Undateable were fucking awesome, man. They would they were so good at like. Oh, what's Brent do best? What's Ron do best? That's fucking. Right I just to... read that script in yeah. a hotel in an airport bar, and I was oh, yeah. howling, yeah. laughing. I texted you. I was like, yeah. "Did they write this for you?" Yeah, no. And and but then the 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 episodes that came to be were like they literally were like, "Oh, you did that one bit in your last special. Let's put it in this." I was like, "Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Let's do it." You know, um, yeah, man. And, what happened and, to that show? So what? what like it? It yeah. was the pilot was flawless. In my opinion, it was a great premise pilot. Uh, they gave you a Bill Murray s character, yeah. which was, f- I mean, up and down, flawed yeah. but fucking hilariously yeah. confident. Uh, everything was great about that. Everything, all the characters. Yeah. What happened to the series? It was a, it was a fucking great show, man. I mean, I, I, I don't mean to like fucking. It just up and down, the, the, the from the bottom to the top. That show was fucking awesome, man. And if that show went for, if it was still going now, I'd be having a blast. I think what happened was, first of all. Um, NBC was struggling with comedy. I don't know how they are doing it now, but like it was just struggling with comedy at that time. They were, you know, I I, I know that I know uh, years later that they, after they canceled Whitney, they were like, we we still wish we had Whitney. You know, they just didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. And, um, you know, comedy wise, I think they had some hits like they had Blacklist and sh- right with the, the b- b- big hits that were like drama. Like I have I that- not watched networks. Yeah, I know. Comes. I don't really watch. I watched Del Rey's, not Del Rey's, El- Lil Lil Rel. Oh, Lil Rel, yeah. Which were, I watched Lil Rel's yeah. the other day. Yeah. So 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 they watched. Uh, so so they did. So they 
so they were like trying to so in the beginning they were doing this show on on dateable we were doing this show that was just this comedy and and it had it had the people that loved it really liked it like it was one of those things where like you know it almost felt kind of culty you know what i mean yeah then we did this live episode at the end of the first season i think we did two seasons of the edge hearing in it uh yeah i think it was that one yeah and it was like fucking so fun Really? We'd shoot for a half an hour. We'd have to run commercial breaks. We're like, all right, we're doing this one. Really? Then, oh yeah, dude. It was it was insane. It was it was it was insane. And then so they brought us back for a second season. And Bill Lawrence, the boss, was like of 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 the show, the writer creator. He was like, dude, I think we should do it all live. And I was like, oh, that'd be fucking uh, so fun. Nobody's doing that. Yeah. I was like, let's do it. You know. And then we started to write, they started to write for that. Like they'd be like, oh, we're doing one scene and then there's a costume change and it, 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 the last scene ends with Brent and it begins with Brent. So he's going to be putting on a sweater while the second scene starts, you know, because oh, you yeah, have no yeah. time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so you would be running and he'd be like having his shirt off. and But it was funny. Yeah. It was like it almost became. And so I think what happened was, I think it would have been better if, we started as a live show because then it would be like, this is the show. This is what I, I think people were like, oh, wait, okay. So that was the show, but now it's live. I just think people didn't really get what it was. And that coupled with not enough people were watching NBC for comedy. And, you know, it was like, it's hard. It's hard they to have get somebody to watch anything. I think they have expectations of people who should be watching, yeah. not realizing it is just, it is just like, I'm a big fan of Google Trends. And if you look at Google Trends and you type in like, uh, do you know what Google Trends mm-hmm. is? Mm-hmm. I, I typed in Travel Channel at one time, mm. and I just watched their viewership, go, like the people that were Googling Travel Channel, just drop to the point where more people were Googling me than Travel Channel, at which, oh, wow. at which point I was like, wait, what the fuck am I doing here? And then I got fired. And I was like, oh, I'm bigger than the network. Yeah. Like more people Google me yeah. than Google the network. Wow. And so you look at that, the only thing that is different is Netflix. Yeah, Netflix, well, yeah. it, Netflix, you watch it go like this. Yeah, it's yeah. like Justin Bieber. Yeah. Like fucking, oh yeah, Justin Bieber's, like you're his favorite comic. Well, five years ago. Have I, you I talked to him at all? Mm, I saw him at the comedy store a few months ago. Really? Yeah. Like right before he got engaged, which I guess yeah. he's engaged now. But um, yeah, I talked to him. I mean, you know, he he, he, he was cool, man. He, he, he I mean, he's always been really cool to me. Um and I like the guy. Yeah. But, I, like, I uh, like him too. Yeah. He's, uh, I mean, he seems happy now. He's engaged and he's fucking, he's always like, but he's always, he seems always happy, dude. Every yeah, time I see it him. Seems, he's, like, what is, he's found religion or faith yeah. of some sort. Yeah. It's like, at least not doing drugs. Nah. Like, yeah. Who gives a fuck? I know. That guy really turned a corner, man. I mean, I think it was, people were obviously unfair to him, like, because you're like, oh yeah, he's a fuck up. He, you know, he's doing, he's racing a Lamborghini down fucking the street in Miami but it's like yeah he was also 17 and had 200 million dollars yeah. I would have been killing people just for the thrill you, of it I, you're, you've found I think pretty big success young and but you've never fucked up you don't fuck up yeah well in that in that way and the drugs the drugs yeah, and driving and way, fucking yeah. fucking nine children like you yeah, don't, yeah, yeah. You, you've, you've kind of been <clears throat> reeled in do you think you make a good dad yeah, I, yeah, I think so. I've been thinking about that uh, lately because I never wanted. Uh, well, no, I, 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 I wanted. 
I always in my in my like family I just thought oh the, the you know at growing up oh the thing you do is you just get married and you have kids so I always was like oh I'll have kids just but ever so I can't remember having the thought it was just a something that I was just part of me yeah and then when I got older I got married to yeah. a girl that I was that blew me away yeah. when someone said that I was might married. have been you Halston, yeah. Halston my uh uh the guy who runs my podcast mm-hmm. is one of your biggest fans oh, in yeah. the world like nice. like he i said to him, i texted him last night i go delia is coming over and he's he wrote back i can't wait to meet my cult leader <laughs> that's right bro <laughs> that's right yeah so you can feel free to ask i'm gonna have a section where you can ask him any question you yeah. want halston okay cool okay but um but yeah wait i i dude when i so i might have been halston it might have been someone else was like you know, Delia was married. Yeah. And I was like, wait, what? I know. I don't seem like the type. I fucking Googled that woman. Yeah. I was like, I was like, wait, I got to know more about her. Yeah. I got to know more about him. When was this? Like, how did that happen? Well, it was t- fucking 12, 15, 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. How old were you? Were I was 26, like 20- I think, when I got married. Yeah. Holy shit. And she was 21. Really? Yeah. Um, so she she was just great and i was like i i, I love her <laughs> you know and i was like I, I she was like we should get married and i was like yeah if you want to uh, it seems like a logical step uh, i know we're young but wait what were you doing in your career at the time okay so so she we were dating and i did my first open mic so yeah or i did my first open mic at 23 and then never did it again for two years. Yeah, yeah. And then, or didn't do it again for two years. And then I was like, I always wanted to do stand up because I always wanted to be a, a comedian. And yeah. I was like, I'm going to do it. And she was like, great. And then, so I started doing it. So, you know, I started doing stand up while we were going out. And then, you know, was doing open mics, got, ma- got married, got married. Probably, yeah, I got married while I was doing open mics. And really, and then but you, were, but you were you were trying to be an actor as well, yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, in very few things, I I also was a a writer. I I sold some scripts that never got made. Really, yeah, in my early twenties, um, I sold. I, I wrote a movie that was picked up by uh, uh, a a, comp, a production company, and then I nothing happened with it. Then I got the rights back, and then I sold it to Kevin Spacey to Trigger Street. Uh, really? Yeah, and we were going to make this movie. Uh, he was going to produce this movie. Uh, what was the movie? It was called Union, uh, and it, it was about... Uh, but, yeah, but let me guess. Ready? Yeah. Okay. bunch of young guys in their 20s. Yeah, it was the. Ne- it was supposed to be the next, you know, the in my swingers. head, the next Swingers or Diner. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Uh, and... Um, and oh, I can totally see. Yeah. It. I can totally fucking buy that script. Yeah, and it I was, totally ship it. And, and it was, you know, now if I was... I think if I was... As big as I am now, you know, it's about twenty-two year olds back then. So, like, obviously, not. I don't give a shit about it now. But yeah. like, I want. It was going to be like I was going to do it. We we're going to try and get some guys in it, and never, never turn into anything. Now I could probably get it made, but it's about twenty-two year olds. So, yeah, you know. But it was a. It was a. I, you know, dude, I would wake up, write hours and hours and hours a day, and go to bed. That was my fucking life. Really. Yeah. 
Yeah, I loved it. Uh, I loved, I loved it. And then once I started stand up, I was like, ah, well, this, this is, is where my writing yeah. goes. Yeah, this is where it's my hard. Goes. It's hard to yeah. put your writing anywhere else than like on stage for me. Yeah, like at the time, like I, I think it's different brains also. Like I, when I was doing Travel Channel, I was in a production brain. Yeah. Like yeah, I would, I would, I'd spend the day yeah. googling uh, Fertilance yeah. vi- Pit Vipers, right? Because I was like, I'm gonna have to catch one. Right. All right, I, I need to know everything I need to know about yeah. that fucking goddamn stupid. I still right. have the snake boots from it. But you never what? snake boots. Oh, I bought, yeah. I bought Google snake boots. I bought the best snake boots. <laughs> Fucking the guy from Naked and Afraid, the guy who created it, almost uh-huh. lost his foot Jesus from a fertilance. I know more about fertilances than I'd ever need to know. Well, it might come in handy in your stand up one day. <laughs> I mean, you never know, you yeah. know? So, so you wrote the script, people yeah. buy it. Yeah. You meet uh, this chick, uh, you find stand up. Yeah. And I was like, and, and then so, so then the stand up kind of took off. You know, like I did my first TV spot like two years into stand up, and so it sort of started to take off very quickly. Before I, I was like knowing what I was even doing, um, and uh, and then sh- and then I, and then I was just doing spots every night. And I think to her credit, she was like, what "The fuck, you know what I mean? <laughs> this isn't what I signed up for." This isn't, oh, this is a and and, best. and she's right, yeah. you know what I mean? She was like, "So then we kind of <laughs> we didn't have kids, and we just kind of like were like called it." you know chalked it up to all right look we were young no no kids nobody's gonna get too hurt just call it a loss which i don't think it was a loss i'm very happy i was married yeah because now i know what it is and you know and uh and getting divorced isn't is not a bad thing man i mean i think that people kind of i think that you know i learned a lot and 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 i i know to not take it lightly marriage and i know to also do it when i'm ready and i know that you know, I'm not going to be one of those guys who's like, nah, I would never do that. I was there. It's like, dude, yeah. the, you fucking life changes. You meet, you do, you do, you figure it out. You never say no to shit that, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen. So, so now, um, so now I, I just, I've been doing stand up for, for the, for the, you know, I wanted to get to a point in my career to where I feel happy and I'm, I'm happy and I'm, you know, I get to fucking do theaters all across you know the fucking world now and so it's fucking it's it's awesome and and i and i feel like it worked out i don't feel like oh shit i fucked up the relationship she's happy she's got another husband and a kid yeah and i'm i'm have you talked to her yeah like you know i run into her and stuff she's great yeah i mean i I mean i I haven't run into her in a while but you know she uh just she's she's awesome she's awesome it wasn't like it wasn't like it, you know, it was, it was it was hard to split because divorce is hard. But I've had breakups since then that have been way harder. Really? Yeah. What kind of breakup guy are you? Like I'm a I'm a burn it to the ground breakup guy. Nice. <laughs> nice. I am. I, I, yeah, it's different every time, dude. For it, real? It, yeah, you, it really is. Do, how, how many girls have you broken up with? Versus how many yeah, girls have broken up question. with you? I think it's probably been half and half. Oh. So what about you? What? About you, what? <laughs> I'm throwing a perfect game. Everyone's broken up with me. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, but if I find out I don't want to be in it, I just start burning it to the ground. Yeah, I mean, like, I've I'm, I'm not grown up. But I've only yeah. I've only broken up with one girl. One girl I broke up with, and I was like, by the way, I was like probably 28 at the time, uh-huh. and I realized, hey, if I'm not happy, I don't have to be in this. Yeah. <laughs> like like a like a real revelation of like, hey, I'm not yeah. happy. It is way, way, way harder to break up with somebody than it is to be broken up with. 
oh yeah yeah oh i'd much rather be broken it's up not with. even close i mean the heartache is real and i i have hated being broken up with before so we give me your breakup okay. speech so like walk me through a break i remember well i mean dude it's it, also if the girl is truly in love with you yeah you have to do it like seven times breakup yeah you, you can't at least that's who i am yeah i'm not like I'm not the kind of guy who can just see, oh, she texted, we broke up, can't text her back. I'm like, I hope she doesn't kill herself. <laughs> let's, let's move these thumbs. You know what Jesus I mean? Christ. Like, I, I, I want to, I, I, it's in me to, it is definitely in me to make sure that people are okay. Like, I, I yeah. which, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I, I think, I think at its core, it's a good thing, but. You know, so then like, let's walk through rules of breakups. This is really fascinating because I've only cheated on people yeah. to get them to break yeah. up with me. Uh, like I, I've I've really been a really bad boyfriend, right? But I've like I'm not good, and I I had all, no rules for breakups. Like meaning like if if I if we broke up and then you wanted to have sex, we had sex again. Yes, yes. Oh, I'm real good at at not doing that. Really? Yeah, really fucking good. I'm horrible at that. When I break up with a girl, I don't have sex with her again. Really? But I will be there for her. Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, I'm real good at that. I'm so fucking bad. I get that. But I I, I think love changes. And okay, once wait. It, break up with me. Okay. 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 Uh, hey, fuck, hey. man. I actually, in my heart, I felt bad already. Like, I was like, <laughs> I was like, ah, this sucks. Because I was imagining, like, the times I've done it. You know what I mean? I, by the way, I'm already vulnerable. <laughs> I almost said thank you for taking me to dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, ready? Go break up with me. I think, you know what? Actually, before we even do this, I think, <laughs> I think, I think my move is, I'm realizing is, yeah. to get into the argument and be like, all right, well, this isn't working out. Like, I don't think I've ever there was one time I was going out with a girl for six months and I was like, Hey, this isn't right. Yeah. It, we're not good for each other. I, 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 I hate this, but I, I, you know, I don't think we, we can be together. I, I did that say, one time. And then I would say, what? we got to give it time. Yeah. Relationships grow. And then, and then I remember saying, uh, I don't want to, I'm sorry. And that, that, but you have to, you know oh. what I mean? I, I, and that, that sucks. It's yeah. such I, a I, weird I, place to go. Like, to go I remember the girl one girl I broke up with I remember taking her to uh, Yamashiro mm -hmm. and saying uh, I don't um, it was so fucked up because I did it way too early did what the breakup like I Meaning called you could have gave it time and see if it worked out no 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 early no, no, in no, the no. day early in the dinner <laughs> <laughs> we ordered and then I broke up and I That's was like, like waiting to go to the bathroom to order because you don't want to slow up the process. That's hilarious. I was like, I was like, uh, I was, I called her. I'd gone to yoga that day and I, and I was called her and I said, we should go to dinner. And she was like, um, okay. Like really excited. We hadn't gone to dinner in a while and take her out on a date. And then we went to dinner and we sat down and I said, can we get a drink? We said, yeah, I got a drink, killed the drink, got my confidence up. I don't want to, I don't want to date you anymore. And the lady that came over, what can I get you guys to eat? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I First done of all, the... 
Why did you take her to dinner to break up <laughs> I with her? Know. I have no fucking idea. It was the worst breakup. I mean, it was like, and then we had uh, dinner, and she talked about like I was. Oh, was, oh she tried to get me back, and I was like, I can't. And I was like, hurled for him, and then I was like, get drunk enough where you just become belligerent, yeah, and, and just, she, and then I, why you should break, and her. then she left the restaurant, and I had to walk home from from Yamashiro. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Jesus fucking. And then she came over to my house to pick something up six months later, and I had lost, I had lost fifty pounds, and I was one hundred eighty six pounds, and I looked, and I had abs. I looked fucking amazing. You were like a stud. She walked into my room and was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" She was like, "You seem like you're in a better place," and I was like, "I feel really good." And then I met my wife like right after that. And then my wife dumped me. Oh, that was a tough one. Oof. And then I had to fight. Have you ever fought to get a girl back? Yeah. Like made a mixtape? No, I think... You know, it's so funny. I don't see that side of you. Like I see such a... I, I wonder, do you think people misunderstand you because of the way you carry yourself, the way you look? 100%, yeah. Really? It happens all the time, yeah. All the time. All the fucking time. Because I, I have two... First of all, people think I'm on cocaine. <laughs> yeah, people after my act are like, yo, how much coke are you on? And I'm like, what? Really? Yeah, they just don't get it that, that I'm just being silly. You know? Yeah. Because they're like, who the fuck would be that silly and not be on cocaine? Yeah. You know? And I get that. They work at fucking Crate and Barrel. Why would somebody be that silly if you work at Crate and Barrel? But this is my job to be silly and I'm not on cocaine, you know? Um, but what are you going to say? Sorry. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, people misunderstand me all the fucking time. Yeah. All the time. That's why the podcast has kind of helped. Because people look at me and they think, oh, that guy, I think I used to have a joke about it. I don't know if I did it on my last special or not. I think I was, I've heard this joke. Keep going. I, lo- I look like the guy. The creepy guy that, that's 30. That, yeah. That f- I, know, I, know, I know the joke. Yeah. I can't remember what it is, but I, it was something like. I, something like. The fucked your girlfriend. The, something like I that. I look like the creepy guy I that like fucked the guy, your girlfriend. I like the fucked your girlfriend. Yeah. The, I know I look like that. And I, and I know that I carry myself like that, but I don't know what I'm doing. That's just me. You know what I mean? I'm not. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I know I look like that, and I know I feel I know I feel like that, <laughs> I, I, and I know I feel like the guy. Like, uh, I mean, you know. But I don't know. Like, like you have that party vibe, that that life of the party kind of vibe. Yeah. And you are that guy. I mean, yeah, you yeah. are that guy. I, that's why we were talking before yeah, we started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been drinking in a while. And it, and it's it's very what happens to me when I don't drink. And I and, I, and by the way, I don't. And if we're gonna be very real, I ha- I never really took breaks like the way I'm taking them mm. these days until mm-hmm. we did Sober October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once I we did Sober that. October, I I did my special and I didn't drink for like a month, mm-hmm. and I was like, whoa, what's going on? Mm. And then I did drink for like a week, and then didn't drink for another like two weeks, mm-hmm. and then I did the mar- and then I was leading up to the marathon. I did the marathon. I didn't oh, yeah. drink leading up to the marathon. Didn't drink leading up to the triathlon that I just did. And now I'm in this place where it's like I become <clears throat> very um, ground grounded, I guess, yeah. and like my frenetic energy has disappeared. The thing that would get me to go like, uh, oddly enough, it's the same thing that gets me to shoot videos in the morning. Mm. Like I, I, I think it's my blood sugar or something. Like I just if I'm hungover and I have a cup of coffee, all of a sudden I am hyper creative. Yeah, and and so. Like yesterday, I woke up and I went for like a long walk in the morning to try to write a joke, and all I could come up with was nothing silly. It was like frust, angry shit, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wait, what the fuck's going on?" And then last night, 
uh, everyone went to go to party for the fucking Rams thing, and I was yeah. like, eh. Yeah. I kind of want to sit in bed. I really like, really enjoy like sitting in bed and then yeah. seeing what the girls are doing, and then yeah. getting in bed and having my computer out and like getting online, you know, and like mm -hmm. watching. The, I love that. I'm a real homebody. Yeah. I think the people think I like to be at bars. Yeah. I love being home. Mm -hmm. I I think that is the little push and pull with me is that I go on the road and mm -hmm. I think I. It's part of what got me to take my shirt off the first time is mm. that I took my shirt off and I was like, oh, I'm silly again. Mm -hmm. Like I'm on the road. I'm mm -hmm. not depressed. I don't mm -hmm. miss my family. I'm <laughs> silly. Kill a beer. Fuck it. We're just telling jokes. Hmm. We're just having a good time. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. I mean, I guess it's about finding the best way to be you in certain situations, you know? I think I, I, dis I, I disintegrated the line between who I am off stage and on stage. Uh -huh. Yeah. And... Well, yeah, you young. definitely get you. You yeah. definitely get you when you see you, and whether it's your podcast or your act or whatever it is, yeah. which is a great fucking thing. Um, yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I think I think you're more complex, oddly enough. Well, here's the thing, dude. Uh, I also like. I remember too when I started my podcast. I was like, I mean, I don't know. I want to do like cool projects, and I want people to not kind of know who I am. Because There's a part of that that's valuable. Like Tosh, no one knows who right. Daniel Tosh yeah. is. It's definitely valuable. Uh, but Jesselnick is like that. Yeah, but I would argue, and I, I know both of them fairly, not fairly mm -hmm. well, but like I, I, I don't know them fairly well. Yeah. That's a stretch, but I know them. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think that Daniel has the silly. Like Daniel's very silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I could see Daniel doing something. I mean, you look at Tosh Bono, it's a right. silly yeah, show. Yeah, it's silly for sure, yeah. But I think I think what endears you to most people is your silliness. Mm. I th that is by far. You know, I think it's part of the things, and not not to draw a comparison to you and Dane, mm -hmm. but one of the things that I think separated Dane from his audience was mm -hmm. that he got very serious about everything. Mm. Everything was very serious. Mm. One of the things about oh, you yeah. that I think that all the social media and your podcast yeah. has brought is it made every single one of us. I'm not speaking for fans. Yeah us go oh delia's here like you know uh, yeah uh, i mean cool. not, not to be a yeah. dick to dane but not a lot of people saw dane back in the day and were like oh cool dane's here right oh, <laughs> oh think, i see what you're saying i think yeah. a lot of people was like oh hi dane yeah 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 you know yeah dude i i don't like it's just who has the time to be that serious and just i like joking around it's funny but and... what, what fascinates me about you is one of your you've been very vocal about wanting to be an action star yeah 100 percent. yeah dude like when is that project happening? And how I don't can we know, dude. I, I I wrote a fucking. I had a thing written. It's awesome. It, it's it's a fucking great script, and uh, it was for me and Jason Statham. I met with Jason Statham for real. Yep. Uh, he he loved it, and uh, I went to his fucking house and like pitched him the movie, and then um, do you get nervous with when the you guys? Do that? I, I love Jason Statham, so yeah. I, I don't remember, but I probably was like, fuck, I mean, I'm at Jason Statham. Do you second guess what you wear when you go to his house? No, I don't do that. <laughs> I but would, I that's would. funny. That's like funny. a collared shirt? Do I wear a collared shirt? <laughs> like that would matter, you know? Like that would yeah. make or break it. Um, so it, he was nice as shit. It was great. Beautiful fucking house. Um, and uh, we pitched it. He liked it. And then it just kind of, you know, one of those just things that happen in Hollywood where you're like, oh, I guess he's passing or whatever the fuck happened. Or I think it was like before some movie came out and then that came out and they wanted to do a different thing. And anyway, uh, so then we went to like, you know, a few different guys 
Liam Neeson, I think. And I mean, all these guys are awesome. They're all like my dream guys. I don't know. I just had it in mind. It was Jason Statham in the beginning. And, uh, you know, I they wanted, I mean, a lot of these guys want to do the thing that's going to pay him $30 million and I get it. And this yeah. wouldn't be one of those things. And I, if I were in their position, I probably wouldn't want to do it either. But, uh, you know, you shoot high and, and, and I also don't give a fuck who does it. I just want it to get made. But, um, yeah, I sent it to a few companies and some of them passed and uh, how is that possible like that's what's frustrating to me i go if you have a project and you can't get a green lit then i go then what's the purpose of me writing a script it's tough man i i i, I just think they want to say no by the way my wife saw you on instagram uh-huh. uh you the picture of you holding your dog shirtless oh, yeah. and uh i was trying to show her something else she goes who is that and i went <laughs> he's coming to the house to do a podcast <laughs> <laughs> So, but that that's what, what's frustrating about this business is I go, so if, if, if you write the project and you're pitching it and you've got, you've got a real acting reel, like you, people go, oh, he definitely can act. I don't know. Then I, you go, what the fuck's the point? Yeah. I mean, that's what the, about crowdfunding? Could you crowdfund it or I do you need know. a star? You need a star. I think you need it. a star for this, for this project. Really? Yeah. yeah I mean, you'd have, it, you'd need like 15 million to make this. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's, it's funny but it's not it's not a comedy it's just it's like to me my favorite movies were made for not comedians and then you put a comedian in it and it's like just becomes funny beverly hills cop someone so i just had a a very in-depth conversation with someone about saying god i wish i could credit you i'm so sorry it was anthony cumia okay they say he said they don't make uh they don't make uh murder comedies anymore yeah like he goes, the beginning of Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. This I hope this was Anthony. The beginning of Beverly Hills Cop, his friend comes up and they shoot his yeah. friend in the back of the fucking yeah. head. Yeah. And they're like, that's how the movie nah, starts. They don't do that anymore. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. They Lethal don't Weapon. Do that anymore. Fucking uh, uh, Forty Eight Hours. Yeah. Forty Eight Hours. He shoots him in the chest, and it's a fucking. It's the funniest part when he shoots him in the chest. He goes, you shot me. And he goes, you said to shoot you. Yeah. Like they don't make they, them they, like that. The, the genres became their their specific individual genre. They don't, they're not, they were used to be like, is it, that's a comedy, but it's also, you know what I mean? But now it's just the movie like that is that fucking, what was that Bruce Willis, Tracy Morgan one that came out where it's just like, that's not the fucking movie, man. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I have a hard time with those. What, uh. How excited are you for this Netflix thing? Oh, the the global thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually fucking big. You know what I'm I'm excited for is I really hope <clears throat> I really hope that I get to do so. For those of you that don't know what it is, which is probably most of you, but it's, it's this. This is what I'm a great host. Yeah, tell everyone what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do the same thing, but this is a it's a it's a global release that Netflix is doing with like 47 comedians all around the world, and there's four for each region. And in the American region, there's four comedians. It's uh, Nicole Byer, uh, Nick Swardson, Neil Brennan, and then me. And each comedian does a half an hour, and it's our own fucking kind of special. And but it's a half an hour, and what I hope is half an hour has become a thing, because yeah. I did that, and it is so much easier and better to do a half an hour than it is. I mean, obviously no, but like, yeah, it's just you don't an hour. It's like as funny as it can be, the hour needs to also be 
I don't know, in my opinion, look, I've done three or four of them now. It's like, it needs to be also something else at this point. It can't just be, you know, I did two specials. My first two specials were silly, fun, observant Comedy stuff. Comedy Central, right? I, yeah. No, one was for Comedy Central. The next one was for, for uh, well, I guess I did my half hour for Comedy Central too. Yeah. But um, Incorrigible was kind of, my, that was my first Netflix one after Comedy Central. That was kind of like my first Comedy Central special. Man on Fire was definitely different and it was its own thing and I was kind of, you know, it, becoming what I was, the, the guy the, the guy I was then in that moment in my life. It, it needs to be something else now, it, you know? But with half hours, I feel like it can just be whatever you want it to be because it's quick. You know, for hours, it's like, okay, we're laughing, we're laughing, we're laughing. Half hour goes by. Okay, we're laughing. Okay, okay, but what's he saying to yeah. me? Yeah. You know? I, I don't know. No, no, I Maybe agree. I, right no, 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 I totally but. agree. I think that, I think, I think, first of all, I think uh, the cons the art form of an hour has changed. Yeah, it definitely has. In, in, in even the, the, the Netflix algorithm, yeah. the, the art form of an hour has changed. And mm -hmm. you do need to have a, if you're going to do an hour, you kind of need to have a point of view. Right. It's a point I, of view. It, is, it's I really guess hard to, to be Dimitri Martin and do yeah. set a punch, set a punch, set yeah. a punch, set a punch for one hour. For an hour now. By the way, by the way, I like it because yeah. I can sit all fucking day and watch yeah. great joke writing. Yeah, but but it's hard. It's hard for people to do that. I think it's also going to be just with how fast everything is becoming, like uh, and easily consumable things become in a shorter short amount of time. I I just I don't. I don't know. I mean, I know comedians have that thing where it's like, nah, I want to do an hour, you know? That's my thing. Well, but if you're going to stick around for the hour for Netflix, you got you you have to have, uh, you're right, you have to have a thing. Yeah. Like, I, I was thinking about my next hour, and I th I'm like, I got a great 30 minutes. Yeah, that, that's exactly what I thought when, when I think we were talking about this at the comedy store, but <clears throat> uh, Netflix was like, <clears throat> do you want to do one of these? And I was like, I don't know. And they were like, we'll uh, they said like we'll do your next hour and uh, 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 later and i was like i do have a half an hour that i don't want in my next hour and it is it does crush yeah i was like fuck it i'll just do one of these global things and i don't know and i i, I liked it way more than i even thought i would because like i'm like oh man i hope half hours become a thing it's just i don't know they're just I don't want to say they're better, but it's just they're because they're not better, but it's just more fun. It's easier. And it's yeah. it's it's also how people watch comedy. They I mean, th those things get shared on Facebook. They're like 5-minute bits or whatever the fuck, you know. You got, you've, <clears throat> Look, you've got one going viral right now. Um I've seen it like 4 or 5 times. So, well, I don't know which one you're talking about, but the the fucking the 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 First bit that went viral for me was the drunk girl uh, shit I did on. I was just talking about how drunk girls are on my on first Comedy Central special. Black, black, yeah, my white male black comic. So, I mean, millions and millions of people have seen that, but have not seen my special. That special, really? Yeah, I mean, it just got on YouTube. It would get shared, and then oh, because the special was the whole special wasn't out. No, the special was out, but people would upload it to YouTube. No, 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 no. So I know what you're saying. Yeah. What I mean, what I mean, what I'm meaning to say is that uh, when my machine story went viral, yeah, exactly. I was I was very vocal, and I was like, which is, I'm I shouldn't I'm, I didn't really say this, but I was like, hey, if you want to steal it and put it online, yeah, 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 like get people to see it, that's fine. But when when you have a Comedy Central special, it only airs a couple times, right. And that one clip gets pulled and ripped, right, right. And the, but I, I bet the whole the whole special's got to be out online, right? Or they pulled it down. Oh, uh, 
Have they Maybe. put it up on YouTube? I don't know. Comedy Central was pretty good about like, taking stuff down. But, but back then, I was like, please just leave it up. Yeah. And they were like, nah, we're putting all this stuff on ComedyCentral.com, which was a bad move, I think. Yeah. And they it would get to a million hits. It, it was weird. It was, as soon as it would get back to a million hits, they'd take it down. I'm like, you'll probably have like fucking 20 million hits at this point. Yeah. I saw that a bunch. Yeah. So, so I think fucking three months ago, at most, Comedy Central posted it. Three months ago. This shit came out five, six years ago. And it just got to a million views now. And I'm like, where you been? It, yeah. it would have been so good for them to just post this fucking thing. Or just even let it live. Who cares who posted it? It would have got more people to see the special than actually saw the special. Dude, it's the best thing Ari Shafir ever did with the storytelling show was say, I'll do the storytelling show, but I want to have it on uh, YouTube. Yeah, no fucking shit, dude, dude. I told the one flying dildo story and everyone yells it at my shows. Yep. I told the fighting a bear story. I, everything. Yeah. I, I almost told the story I closed my special with on Ari's, mm -hmm. but the last minute they fired Ari and I pulled out. Oh, gotcha. I was like, ah, oh, fuck that. Yeah. What was the store like when you started? The comedy store? Yeah. Dude, 30 people on a Friday night. Really? Yeah. How do you think that shaped the way you do stand-up? Playing for those people? Yeah. Oh, it made me really do things that I thought were funny because I was like, man, if there's 30 people here, at least I better fucking think that it's funny because they might not. Really? So, like, there was no part of you that... I want to get back to the special, by the way. I didn't mean to switch no, subjects. No, it's okay. But I, there's... Like, I... F performing in New York was probably great for me but it took moving to la to realize how to take what i learned in new york mm -hmm. and turn it into a craft mm -hmm. like like i knew how to i knew how to fuck with black people in puerto Ricans. yeah that was it <clears throat> right well so i think for me it was good because i was running around doing different spots like playing the laugh factory and improv is completely different than playing the comedy store yeah especially when there's 30 people at the comedy store <laughs> um and so i would do the comedy store for 30 people and then i would go to the laugh factory and play you know sold out shows so I got that balance, you know? Oh, yeah, okay. What do, no, what do you like better, clubs or theaters? Uh, I don't know if I can say I like one better, but it always goes back and forth. Like, I'll do, I did a club run before my Man on Fire special, and at the end of that, when I shot it, and I was like, dude, I gotta do theaters, man. I can't do fucking 400 shows at the fucking DC Improv. Just let me play Warner Theater. If you, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, um, because it just gets tiresome, and you do one show, and then you're out. I do like kind of posting up and being in a city for a few days, but you know, when, once you, st I'm starting to get there with some of the theaters. So it's like, like I'm going to be in Boston playing the Wilbur like four or five times. So like, I think four times. So, but so I'll be there the weekend. So that's great. When, when, when's that? Uh, January, uh, November, like 30th or something. Nice. Four shows. Yeah. Four. Yeah. It's cool. I know what that paycheck is. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> so I think I'm going to do another show two in boston before that i don't know i'm thinking about because that it's gonna the fourth show is gonna sell out you know like tomorrow or some shit so really i'm gonna do another one uh maybe at the bigger theater but before that on the thursday we'll see do you do you stress about ticket sales ever like when i don't stress but like <clears throat> do you ever go like wait why isn't casey yeah like there's already? a weird one in fresno i'm not selling well and i'm like <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why i mean uh mine was um Alabama. Yeah, Alabama's did, tough, though. The first dude. show sold out clean, and I was like, add a second show. Oh, and then they were like, Ooh. Yeah, but that's a weird market. I was weird there, too. Um, but then there's weird ones that you're good in, like St. Louis. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm in Kansas City. No, I'm not in St. Louis. I'm in Kansas City this weekend, and I didn't think that. I yeah. just assumed it wouldn't sell out. And it's sold. It's. I think a lot of things sold out because my special just there. Oh yeah. So I was oh, like, that's. By the way, that's a slow burn too. Just wait. Really? Yeah. It's awesome. You're really? like, 
Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Because your first Netflix thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, dude. In a year, you're like, ugh. People just, people just, people watch fucking, not only Man on Fire, but Incorrigible. And that's how they, they're like, oh, oh, this, who's this guy? People say that to you when they come up to your shows. They go, oh, I just saw your Netflix special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're like, huh? Yeah. 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 It's, there's so many people who don't know you are. That's the best part. Yeah. Because they're going to know who you are. Where are you going to go on tour? Are you going to tour the world this year? I might go next year. I might go to uh, do some European shit. I mean, I, w I was in Australia last year. I feel like you would be huge in Scandinavia. Really? Oh, you went? yeah. No, no, no. No, but Ari did. I can't imagine Ari would be big in Scandinavia only because I th feel like a little bit of energy translates over mm. there through the roof. Like, mm. you know who was really big there mm. was uh, Pablo. Oh, I know that. He'd yeah. go for like two weeks and make $3 million. Amazing. Yeah. Hey, yeah. When, when did you get your tattoo and what was the thought behind I it? I got it. So this is Man on Fire, right? It's fire. Yeah. And then... That was my special name. So uh, I had, I got it probably four months ago. I, I just showed up and yeah. I didn't know if it yeah. was real or not. I know people are like, what part are you playing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, it's real. And I, I, I love tattoos. I fucking love them. Do I, you have any more? No. This is the only one. Wait, hold on. Hold yeah. on. Your first tattoos on your on hand? My, on, my, on my hand, yeah. Really? But that's very me is to be like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to fucking do it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm gonna fucking put it. I want people to see this shit. If I'm gonna do it, yeah. you know, I'm gonna go for it. Uh, and I waited till I was like, I should have fucking have a tattoo, which is my thing, my yeah. rule that I talked about. And so I was like, All right, I'm gonna get it. And then I got it. Um, and because I always like, like I love tattoos. And I just, I never. Part of me was like, I know I don't want to have to spend fucking an hour covering it up when I'm going in and doing some shooting, you know. Yeah. But now at this point, it's like the business people in the business. They kind of they like know, they know who I am. If they're gonna hire me, they know I'm not like this guy who's this bad guy. Yeah. Just with because I have a tattoo, they know I'm like silly. So, yeah. you know, they know what they're getting. But I, I was like, fuck it. If they if they want to cover it up, they'll cover it up. But yeah, I, 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 I literally feel like I saw it the day you got it. You posted on Instagram. Yeah, I went, maybe. I went, no. Yeah. I was yeah. like, wait, no, he doesn't have any tattoos. Yeah, no. It's an interesting place to start. Yeah. Let's go through a list of things that uh, I'm going to I'm gonna try to think. Halston, please feel free to help. Of things that you go, that you may not, you may regret not doing. Okay. Oh, okay. So like drugs are not one of them. No. Alcohol's, alcohol? Uh, no. Will you, will you ever go, maybe. that would have been fun. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Scuba I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying I would never drink. You know? Yeah. Scuba diving. I mean, I've I've done snorkeling. I feel like... I, it's a little different. Oh, yeah. It's a lot different. <laughs> but I'm saying like that's... I'm like, I, when I did snorkeling, I was like, why would I want to go further down? Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Hunting. I don't imagine I would ever do hunting. Yeah? Yeah. Motor... Oh, no, I, I, I've, I've been... I don't imagine I would ever... I've been... Like to the hunt, yeah. I don't imagine I would ever do the actual hunting. Is what I mean. Oh, you like camping? Yeah, I would see it. Yeah, I've seen it, you know, but I wouldn't actually do the actually. Killing. I would go with the guys. I've been with the guys to see the shooting. Yeah, but I don't been yeah. with the guys to see the yeah, shooting. but I don't. I, I don't think there I, should be a magazine for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, own a motorcycle? No, I I don't imagine I would ever fucking do that. Really? It's just like. Why? Because uh, you're going through a midlife crisis. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. Shave your head. I would do that for, for sure. For yeah, apart. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Okay. Halston, uh, any other good ones? Okay. okay. Going to church. 
Uh, I would go f- to church, but only because only if someone I cared about really wanted me to go. Okay. Uh, release your own album as, as a music. Yep. It depends. Like a serious one. I don't know. F- fuck no, <laughs> serious one. A, a joke one. Yeah, I've done it. Like uh, I w- I did a fucking f- silly rap one, like Chank Smith, my alter ego, like fucking years ago. Really, and that was fun to me. Reality show. I would do a reality thing maybe if it was later on in my career, but not now. Uh, direct. Yeah, I would do that. I, yeah, I would want to do that. Will you probably. feel like? Will you feel like you missed out if you never directed something? No, I don't think I feel like I missed out. I think I think directing would be like I, th- I imagine myself doing a few projects and then being like, "All right, let me just fucking do it." You're fucking it up. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think I would want to direct it that way. You're not doing it the right way. I'll let me if it's gonna fuck up. Let me fuck it up. Run you know? a marathon. I would do that, yeah, at some point. Okay, let's do the LA. That we'll do it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, own a restaurant. I would love to do that, but I bet that that's so fucking hard. And what time. if your dad it's pulled you aside and he's like, "Is your dad still working?" Yeah, he works. How, how old is your dad? Seventy. Really, my dad's yeah. seventy. Oh yeah. Do you ever run into seventy-year-olds that look old as fuck? Yeah, you're like, like, that's my how old my dad is. <laughs> Our neighbor yeah. has a walker and a helper. Yeah. And, wow. I was, and my daughter the other day walked in and goes, I just saw Mary naked. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, she's in the front yard. And she's out in the front yard. Wow. And I'm just like, whoa. Today I saw her. She was on a walk with her. And I said to my wife, I go, how old is she? She's like, she's your dad's age. Yeah, that's crazy to me, man. My By dad. Way, I think that's also part of the reason I'm not drinking. Yeah. Is I've, I've, I, I, so I just randomly saw this guy who I respect. And he just had old man legs. Mm-hmm. And it fucked me up. Dude, my dad went like this the other the other night. He, he goes like this, and he bent, squat all the way down, and got up. He's 70. 70-year-olds, 70 I mean, they're like, oh, you know what I mean? Did your dad drink? I mean. Like a glass of yeah, wine? Yeah, not really. Yeah, yeah. kind of, a little Did bit. your mom drink? Yeah. I mean, yeah. none. they don't really, none of them, you know, they're not drinkers, but they drink. What about out. your brother? No, he didn't drink. He used to drink, but he didn't drink. At all? Not at all, What's really. he doing? So he... We have some stuff that we're trying to do. He's a writer and a director. He, he directed a movie. I remember yeah, I told you yeah. that. I watched the whole movie yeah, thinking yeah, it was yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. No, he, he's uh, a really fucking talented writer-director. Yeah. Right. So that's what he's doing now. He's writing some stuff for, you know, for companies and shit like that. Cool. Halston, do you have any questions for your leader? Fire away. I just have one silly question. Okay. Will Juan fire ever achieve elder status and be invited to the log cabin well one fire uh i can, think can you give a little backstory okay yeah you're right yeah <laughs> so all right so my producer who is people don't know who he is uh because i started calling him um because i was like dude i'm gonna fucking fire you because he would fuck up you know the kinks and shit that you yeah. work out while you're doing a park i was like D- you, i would say dude you're you're, you're I, I, and I would say Juan Fire. I said, you know what? That's what I'm going to call you. I'm gonna, that's what your name is from now on, Juan Fire. And so, because I want, because I want to fire you. And, uh, and so now every time I talk to him on the podcast, I just say, hey, Juan Fire, pull that thing up. And then there's, we have another producer. This <laughs> is so stupid, actually. There's Juan Fire and Ivan Get Rid Of because it's supposed to be, I want to get rid of yeah. you. And so uh, the two of them, whenever they fuck up, well, that's what I call them now anyway. Nobody knows who they are. But uh, by default, they are elders though. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I, I f- they have pins and certificates. Wait, so we'll I, see I named, so I, uh, yeah, that's right. I fucking got to go back even further. Okay, so um, I my podcast is called Congratulations and I, 
I said, you know, I do so many things. I do stand up. I do acting. I do podcasts. I was like, fuck that. I want to stream all this, streamline all this shit. Fuck podcasts. Fuck all this shit. We're gonna make a cult. So I have a cult now. This is what this is, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna announce elders every week or other week. That's fucking brilliant. And so we sent we people who go above and beyond the duty of congratulations to try and spread the word. We send them certificates of eldership. Oh, that's and, fucking brilliant. And pins and you legit pins. Oh, legit pins that are made and they're all my babies. You know, and I and I. I should have actually brought you one, but uh, I fucking fucked up. Um, yeah, uh, like I, I, uh, I have like they're probably like twenty five elders or thirty elders. It's so interesting, and they come to shows and they're like, "I'm an elder," and like it's fucking awesome. It's so funny, dude. I made uh, challenge coins. Uh huh. Like uh, I got. You ever go like do the military gigs and they get the they give you challenge coins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I liked them, and then I looked up how much it was to make them. It was pretty cheap, mm-hmm. and so I made like a thousand. Oh, okay, cool. And I said to everyone, you know, I'll figure out. I'm gonna make them. Yeah. I'm gonna when I get them, I'll figure out what we'll do to pass them out. But they're gonna be for free. You just get them. Right. And um, they came in, and I just got them like two weeks ago. Oh, and, nice. And my wife's like, "Well, hold on, I definitely want to be collecting their emails. So let me yeah. set up an email yeah, thing." Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, "Okay," but I put it on. Uh, insta stories mm-hmm. and uh and i it got it fucking lit up yeah it lit up my emails yeah. my all my inboxes and i was like i was like oh fuck mm-hmm. but uh i think we'll make the i like i like when you see someone like i made an old cogs of the machine shirt mm-hmm. and it and we only made one round of them and we sold them mm-hmm. and when i see people wearing that yeah. one shirt i go dude you're a legit yeah, yeah 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 that's and they're cool. like oh yeah 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 that's cool that's fucking brilliant man that's really brilliant uh, well, yeah, I didn't mean for it to be, dude. I just kind of said it, you know, I, I'll, I'll say just shit and then I'll, you know, it, sometimes it just takes off on the podcast and you're like, yeah. oh, it is a thing. But I just think it's, I always wanted to have a cult and I think it's funny and cool. It's so funny that when I first did Rogan and I told the machine story, uh-huh. I was still doing Birth Conqueror and this guy came after me saying that Birth Conqueror is fake, which it pretty much was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole premise of the show was fake, that there aren't really challenges at these. But it was, it was okay. pretty accurate. Okay. But what, and, he, I, and I bet he doesn't even ride the rides. And these guys came after him and oh. from like the death squad yeah. camp. And they called themselves the cogs of the machine. Oh, wow. That's fucking And they cool. destroyed this guy. Yeah. And the guy came out, reached out to me. He was like, man, I need you to call them off. And I was like, hey, man, I didn't make the hate video. You fucked like, I'm it sorry. Up. Yeah. And so, the, oh, dude, I, I live by you, you made wait, your yeah, let's, bed, let's finish. Let's finish this podcast with this. What t- You have no problem calling out haters. Dude. <laughs> you made your bed. You made your bed. Once you type something out on the internet, it's for everybody, man. That's how the goddamn internet works. Yeah. And you better fucking believe it's how it works for me, dude. (laughs) I type something out, millions of people see it. You've got 80 followers, you type something out, I see it, and I retweet it and respond, and now people are mad at you. (laughs) Have a taste of how it is. (laughs) Enjoy, baby. Oh, you did this. You made this. Oh, Oh my God. I almost passed out. Dude, I'm not the bad guy here. (laughs) Uh, It's, it's, dude. I saw one last night that said, I tell the thousand people. Yeah. (laughs) 
that one was kind of just like a cute subtle one but like dude when she people are like dude you got people fucking say this you got to be better at promoting your shows i didn't know and now it's sold out yeah the fucking 2000 people figured it out i don't have to be better at all there's not a seat left <laughs> oh oh the, 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 the shit that people make try and make you oh or when this is fucking stupid why'd you post this on twitter that's what twitter's for the yeah. fucking stupid shit yeah. that you don't have to pay to see mm -hmm. this is free man <laughs> send oh you don't like it don't come to a show don't fucking follow me you know yeah I, I just I don't I don't I don't have you know people are like why do you wait first of all people are like why do you waste energy first of all it's funny it's fun for me to do oh dude I've watched some of yours it, I've watched some of yours yeah the slam the, yeah they, they, you fucking grant that's another thing that Logan Paul yeah dude I commented on yeah, I know that. I saw your video I fucking got a lot of hits that was good dude well, I commented on that the and then he he called you out the other day saying how great you are yeah yeah I mean well, I think I, I think that what was that what was that about I don't know I think it was just like dude who cares what are you gonna have what are you gonna have beef yeah. real beef yeah you look at these rappers it's like I dude they were like hey drake and meek mill made up the other day and then people people were like big big famous people were like it's really cool to see him squash the beef what dude <laughs> what man these are fucking 30 year old something odd men that like are are upset with each other and rhyme and rhyme about it <laughs> and you're happy that they squashed their beef <laughs> Dude, get a fucking hobby. It's so ridiculous, bro. It's so ridiculous. You're happy that Meek Mill and Drake squashed their beef. It's good for the culture. Dude, get the fuck out of here, man. That's so ridiculous. Go get a face tattoo. It's so ridiculous. Go, get a face Go do laundry. Go do something else. Oh, it's so ridiculous, man. Beef is so fucking ridiculous, man. I, 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 and I think that that's what you know Logan Paul was doing. You know, I fucking I gave him a grand slam, dude. He came to Denny's and and I fucking and and you know and he tried to do it back. And whoever you think fucking got the best of whoever, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It was fucking months ago. It was ago. you. It was you. it was you. It was so enjoyable. Yeah, it was, but also like this is what I do. This yeah. is my. This is what we do. He doesn't do that. I don't know why he was, quote unquote, entering the octagon. You know, yeah. He, why the fuck would you do that shit? But whatever, it was fun. I think he doesn't care. How much hate did you get from his fans? I mean, it's. Uh, did you even look at it online, or were you just like? Yeah, I was. I mean, you can't look at all of it. It was. It was. It was. It was so big, dude. Really? It was. <laughs> so big man like we, i would walk down the street and people would be like it was like i did the tonight show in 1988 it was like real? hey man fucking good job on logan i was like what it was like some mom it was so big dude it was crazy really yeah it was so dude it it got more likes than anything donald trump has ever tweeted and he's the president yeah holy yeah. shit it, it's insane it was insane i mean it was a while ago at this point and but it was just insane. It was insane how big it was. That was, I mean, it was, it was so insane. I, I think, I think 
Halston brought it up to me and we watched it live yeah. and I enjoyed oh, it yeah. live. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden someone hit me up and like, yo, that has like 700,000 views. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. I thought it was just you and him. I didn't know it would be as big as it was. Yeah. I mean, I think it was the kind of the, you know, when things go viral, it's interesting because it's it's definitely a timing thing. Like, yes. like, like I did this Eminem thing, the Eminem impression. Oh my god! Thing. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, and I think the reason it, it got it got it went very viral. I think it was because his album came out. His album, you know came what I mean? It's just it, you have to hit it at the right time. Dude, and then and then I watched people try to em emulate. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I saw that and it kind of bothered me. Well, it's always <clears throat> cringy when they do that. But 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 you know, I, I think the Logan Paul thing was it had been long enough that that dead body thing happened where he filmed the dead body in the forest. Yeah. People hated him for that. But people also had this like, who the fuck is this guy that my kids like? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it was just like the perfect storm. And then, th and then my fans also who know I do this shit we're like extra happy. I just think it was. They get a kick out of it. The, yeah, I just think the Eminem thing made me fucking die laughing. I was in I was in New York, and the album just came, th no the album I didn't know the album come out. Oh, and I saw you do oh, it. Nice, okay. And cool. I I saw watch Brendan Schaub watch you do it. Oh, gotcha. And I was howling laughing, and I was like, oh god. And then I went on to your Instagram, watched it again, <laughs> and I was dying laughing. And then I was like, wait, Eminem's got a new album out. Oh, that's. I mean, funny. Was, I got to be honest with you. Part of me thinks. That he should be a little happy that like you do That's something funny. like that because it is promotion. Sure, yeah. And I mean, I'm not going to stop loving Eminem. Yeah, no, I know. I, I mean, neither. I fucking love Eminem. But did, did he reach out at all? No, no. Uh, he's had to have seen it though. I mean, it got it went so big, and and he kind of feel. I feel like he knows what's he's going got a good on. Sense of humor. Yeah. He's friends with Florentine. I think I feel like he would gotcha. get it. And and I'm can I tell you what I'm secretly praying that he puts you in his oh dude machine gun Kelly that'd be hilarious if he starts off with floorboard porch yeah 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 that'd be hilarious <laughs> that'd be I mean that would be fucking amazing yeah but uh yeah you, I, I think I, you and him would get along so fucking I mean good. dude he I because he's silly as fuck from what Florentine says yeah he's oh, really? he loves comedy and how, he's real how do silly they know each other uh, Florentine did uh, crank yankers he did special ed uh, I've got mail. Do you remember oh. that? Wait, you never saw that? Oh, I know Crank Anchors. Did you ever see the one special ed? I don't know. I might have to see it. I'm, he, I'm, I might have. They call him and he goes, and his, and his, you hear AOL go, you've got mail. Yeah. And he just goes, I've got mail. He's a special needs gotcha. kid. Gotcha. Oh, okay. And oh, something, that would, something that would never be on TV today then? Never. Yeah. Uh, and Eminem used to call him as special ed. Oh, and, really? And be like. Not to Florentine. The Florentine was like, I know it's him. That's a trick. I can't fucking. Yeah, that Eminem thing was fucking. Do you have it? Is there any, like to anyone listening, is, is there any thought that goes into that? Or is that literally you no. fucking around in the car? Yeah. That's I, it. I, I parked. I I parked. And then I was like, dude, he raps so fun. I, I, I was like, ah, it's so. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. I talked about it a little bit on my podcast a few weeks before that. And then I was just like, I'm just going to put up a video. It'll be funny. If, and I just did it and then put it up. Now, do you do you check? This is fucking really inside baseball. Hmm. Do you post it and then check like 10 minutes later and go, oh, 20,000. That's going to go big. I mean, I check it. Yeah, but I, I don't know. No, I don't know until yeah. like you don't know really until a week later, really. Yeah. I mean, there were fucking literally articles written on it. It was weird as fuck. Like all the magazines picked it up and were like, this is the Eminem impression. And this is what, you know, they, they, and then people got way too deep into it. They were like, this is why 
Eminem has fallen off because of this kind of, the, people can imitate, imitate him like this and this is what it's like and the, he's, this is what he's doing and it was weird people I just read one just on the way here it was like dissecting it was an NPR it was on NPR it was like are you fucking yeah, it was serious? an NPR article and it was and then it brought up my impression and it was like see this is why people got uh, he's like he's still rapping like this and it it's like the more he says the, le the the less he says because he's just doing these silly acrobatics and it was like citing my thing it's fucking so so weird when something goes viral did did uh yeah that is fucking bizarre it's bizarre dude because then <clears throat> people pick it up just because other people are picking it up and then yeah the other weird thing is it didn't go viral because i posted it it went viral because this other guy posted it and then it 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 got it went the rounds like a lot of these like a lot of like it, it became very popular with a lot of like like in, in like quote unquote like black comedy black comedians and shit and like oh. I was like why did it go viral there and I, maybe it's because I was like maybe it's because hip hop but hip hop isn't just black no, anymore but I think I think, I think everyone's had to secede that Eminem's the greatest MC that's ever lived and I and I kind of part of me thinks that that. Uh, that is a little bit of a thorn in the side to hip hop is that it really is like it's no a white guy. every it's a black art form and yeah. and the fact that a white guy's number one I mean mm -hmm. they they would I think everyone always says J uh, Eminem's number one best MC that's ever as lived. a lyricist as a lyricist yeah, I, yeah. MC yeah I MC sure yeah do you do you uh, do you purposely avoid politics I just dude it has a shelf life no no meaning like do does stuff. Like uh, like right now, I'm obsessed with the um, I'm obsessed with a couple things, but like uh, one of them's uh, Olivia, Olivia Munn calling out her coach. Oh, that politics. Like, um, no, like just just like like the kind of stuff that like Rogan will have is like he has he has MMA, he has comedians, yeah. and then he has like these social commentary right. guys. Yeah. Do you do you purposely avoid that? Cause I kind of actually said I did, and then someone called me out and said, actually, you don't. And yeah. I was like, wait, maybe I don't. And then I was like, oh, people definitely aren't, aren't coming to me for politics. Right. Like, like, did you see the one about Serena, the cartoon? No, the cartoon, no. <clears throat> racist? It's pretty racist. Yeah, but but, I, but I, my, like, I'll talk about this today, but I always found, um, I worked at theme parks a lot, you yeah. know, for Birth to Conqueror. Mm -hmm. I always found caricatures racist. Yeah. Like, like when they do, they have the caricature artist. Yeah. And they bring in, I remember watching this black guy. This guy literally did a like 1930s racist wow. cartoon of the guy. Just made his lips yeah, real big, yeah, his yeah. nose real big, right. his hair all froed out. And they showed it to him and the guy was like, oh. And I was like, that's, I mean, cartoons in general. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, to, Well, you, I mean, lo, lo, every cartoon is that way. Every even, cartoon even, is. I remember them doing a cartoon the of me. With the, uh, they did a cartoon of me at the characters and I was like, is that how you see me? Yeah, he was yeah. like, I made me bald with right. big lips, a big like a big beak of a nose, and a fat fucking with my eating a hoagie, and mm. and I was like, I just sat down, like you, drew, <laughs> you like you literally went through all that, yeah. and saw me, but do you stay away from like the socio like the socio? I I, I mean I talk about it on my podcast it just not a lot, you? but it it usually. <sighs> I don't know. Maybe maybe sometimes it's hard for me to f think it's funny because it's like real, you know. Or, yeah. But I don't know. I, I I mean, I definitely have opinions on it and shit. And, so, and on my podcast, I talk about it a lot. Really. And and just make it you know make light of it. But it's like, I I also some support of me is like I feel like I always I don't know enough about it. 
Dude, that's how I feel. And I constantly. also feel like we, no matter what, we don't know enough about it because who knows what somebody's story or the other person's story is or what the other side of the story is. And I always feel like Bill Burr is going to do it 10 times better than I, 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 I Well, but here's the other thing too. Not only is it going to be better, it's going to be quicker with him you're like oh he did it oh he did it yesterday didn't that it happened today how did he know you yeah. know what i mean like so it's like so it's like you know i don't know it's it's well, tough like dude i i appreciate you doing this i fucking could talk to you for hours oh uh, yeah no I, I mean you're like but i but i feel like i feel like uh like you're someone that i've always been um just interested in like you're an interesting guy to watch oh cool i told you i don't know if i told you this but i know i've said this on my podcast so i'll own it mm. but i told you i when i first started doing the store a lot mm -hmm. i remember coming off stage with my shirt off and i was back in the corner like right in the back entrance by the cars and you were standing uh by your car and you were wearing pants that looked like they were from back to the future oh yeah 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 and i remember looking at myself in dad jeans going like and we had just been looking for cars and the car you had at the time or maybe it's one of your cars uh -huh. was the one in the showroom <laughs> i remember being in the showroom and going oh this one's nice and i go like, oh, it's two hundred twenty-five thousand dollars. and i was like and you were sitting there and, and and i was like and i just remember looking at my outfit <laughs> And just going like, and then knowing I Ubered because I was drinking <laughs> and I was just like, whoa, I got to step up my fucking game. I literally started buying shoes from Angelo Blando yeah, 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 like yeah, yeah. a week later. You were like, I think you said I got my shoe guy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I started following him. Yeah. I literally started following him and then was like, he was like, uh, if you got these in the 13 and I hit him up, I was like, I use 13 and he was like. The machine follows me, and oh, I was like, "Funny!" I was like, "Oh, you're coming to my house!" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, hilarious, dude. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I appreciate this, man. Yeah, you're me too, I'm, man. I'm really glad to know you. I yeah, really I, am. I feel the same way, man. I, I fucking you know, there's enough people out there that you don't like seeing. When I see you and you're in the comedy store, and I and I'm like, oh, I'm always. I'm always happy to see you, man. It's you're one of those fucking few people that I'm genuinely always happy to see, and I appreciate that about Dude, you. Dude, well, I'm super excited for your fucking the Netflix drop. Oh, That's thanks, gonna man. be massive. That's gonna be I'm excited massive. For it too. We'll see. Like, well, I I just want you to take me on tour with you. And you go to Venezuela, do <laughs> and they're just right. like, ah, mira, <laughs> awesome, brother. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, man. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.